Well, good morning, y'all. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Shut up. Good morning, 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 good morning. Okay, yeah. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today. We still want to make sure that you're starting your day off the right way, meaning with the right people, right conversation, right inspiration, right mindset, right attitude, all that good, right stuff. With that being said, let me go and pray real quick, because y'all know I don't start this room and I don't start my show without praying. I really don't do too much without praying anyway. But, you know, I'm saying let's go ahead and start our day out the right way with a little prayer if you haven't prayed already then you slipping already but let's go ahead and pray let's go father god in the name of jesus we come to you right now just thank you for another day God, we thank you for waking us up on this morning, giving us the activity of our limbs. God, we thank you not only for the activity of our limbs, but we thank you, God, for a roof over our head, shoes on our feet, and clothes on our back. God, we thank you, oh God, that when we could have been dead, sleeping in our grave, God, that you allowed us another day to fulfill your purpose. And with grace and mercy, we thank you, oh God. God, with a heart of appreciation and gratitude, we come to you saying, God, we honor you, we glorify you, and we give you all honor that's due unto you. And we thank you even the more. God, not only just for what you've done, but for who you are on this morning. We thank you, oh God, for being sitting hot and looking low. We thank you for your grace, your mercy, and love, and your peace. We thank you, oh God for keeping us as we slept in slumber. God, we thank you that you protected our faith, our family, and our finances, God. We thank you that the head born did become a tombstone overnight, God. We thank you, oh God, that you woke us up with a sober mind. God, that you woke us up with a mind that wants to be a blessing to you and your people. God, we thank you. God, before we even posture ourselves to ask you for anything, God, we would like to position ourselves to God, give you glory and honor for everything that you've done. God, we thank you for even every person that comes into this room, every person under the sound of my voice, God, we thank you for the anointing, their spirit, and their presence right now in the name of Jesus. God, we also will take this moment, oh God, as we come before your presence to repent of every sin, transgression, and iniquity. Father, if there is anything, oh God, that could, that would separate us away from you, oh God, that would stop us from receiving your blessings, your grace, your mercy, your peace, and your love. God, we ask that you will forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. Father, endow us with your presence, God. Impart into us your love, your kindness, and your gentleness, God. Cause every person that we've offended to... Uh, uh, every person that we sinned against, every person that we've harmed, oh God, every person that we may have had an all or a debt with, God, we ask that you will cause them to forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. God, cause them to forgive us right now in the name of Jesus, God. And God, cause us to forgive those people that have sinned against us, that have offended us, that have hurt or harmed us, God. Cause us to forgive them. God, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a righteous spirit that we may worship you in spirit and in truth and fulfill all that you have called us to do. Father, we ask that you will come into our mind and cultivate our mind and our character. God, come into our heart and make our heart align with your will, your way, and your path, God. We ask that you will come in and tabernacle our mind, tabernacle our flesh, tabernacle our heart, God. Position us in the place and the posture that you will have us to be. Father, anoint our eyes that we'll be able to see in the realm of the spirit. Remove the scales from our eyes that we'll be able to see you, oh God. Remove the stops from our ears, oh God. Unstop our ears that we may be able to hear you when you begin to speak to us, oh God. Father, remove our stony heart, oh God, that we'll be replaced with a 
heart of love, with a heart of gratitude, with a heart that's open to receive, God. We thank you even now because as we pray, we believe by faith that it's happening. We believe by faith that we are receiving all that you are asking us for. We believe by faith, oh God, that even as we ask for our daily portion of love, grace, mercy, our daily benefits, God, our daily portion of income, wisdom, and knowledge, God, we thank you that even now that you're providing it. We thank you, oh God, that you're giving it to us right now, God, and we give you glory, honor, and praise that no weapon formed against us will be able to prosper and all things are working together for our good. We thank you for every person in this room and every person under the sound of my voice. God, we thank you for this atmosphere and this grace in this room. God, we ask that you will increase the anointing in this room and in this place, oh God. Cause every person that comes into this room, oh God, to be edified, educated, and entertained, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Allow their life to be positively impacted, oh God, in a way that causes others to see you in them, in the name of Jesus. And as we pray, God, we thank you once again because we know that it's happening. God, we thank you once again because we believe that all things are working together for our good. We thank you once again because we know that you are not a man that you shall lie, neither are you the son of man that you shall repent, that when you speak it, God, it is so. We thank you, oh God, that you're rebu rebuking and revealing every plot, every plan, every place, every possession that the enemy will try to use against us because it will not prosper. It will have no power or no leverage in our life. And we thank you, oh God, because you're removing every form of anxiety, depression, every form of every strife, jealousy, malice, God, everything that causes us to be bitter, God, everything that causes us to be harmful or hurtful, God, we ask that you'll continuously remove it, that we may be positively impacted in the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, and we thank you, God, because as we pray, we believe by faith that it is so. So it is in Jesus' name we say thank you, and amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. Hallelujah to God. I'm going to stop it right there. I'm going to stop it right there because I got to get to a scripture. I got to get to a scripture, but I'm going to stop it right there. I ain't going to cap. I was late this morning because guess what? I woke up late and I'm learning now. And I used to do this all the time, but I'm learning now that even me, I can't just get on here and pray and expect that my prayer be effective. That I even have to have prayer time by myself, Pastor Charles. Lord, have mercy. That's one thing that me and God had to have a conversation about. He was like, you keep trying to get up there and do you and just, you know what I'm saying, expect me to flow. But no, you got to have that moment with me as well. So I thank God for just having the moment. Even though this is our devotional time for everybody listening to the podcast, everybody who may not have had time to have devotional time and all the other stuff, this is their time to get into a moment of prayer. Because sometimes when we don't have the proper time to posture and position ourselves, in the place that God wants us to be. Sometimes we can be off alignment. We can be unbalanced. We can be off course. But I thank God that these are times where he still allows me to take a moment to get me together. Amen. <laughs> All right, let me stop. Let me stop. Let me get to the scripture of the day. Mm, all right, so scripture of the day today. Let me go ahead and go for it before I just cut into the song. Because after this song, we're going to cut into, you know, check in. Because y'all know I'm already running behind. And now, if I'm running behind, I don't like staying on here too late either. So, you know what I'm saying? I'll be trying to, you know, whoop, 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 handle business. And I got a testimony for y'all later on. So that's why I'm going to go ahead and get to the program. Scripture of the day comes from Matthew. Matthew chapter number four, starting at the fourth verse. And I'm reading it from the New King James Version. Matthew chapter number four, starting at the fourth verse. And it re and it's brought to you by BibleGateway.com, as always. And it reads, but he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I'm going to stop and read it one more time. I'm going to read it one more time. Matthew 4 and 4 from the New King James Version, brought to you by BibleGateway.com. And it reads, 
But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. All right, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. Y'all know my disclaimer that I give normally every day when I read the scripture of the day, but today I'm not just going to give it. I'm just going to give you the word of the Lord. Guess what? God did not call you to live from bread alone. God did not call you to live from bread alone. I don't know about y'all, but I find even my, finding myself like, God, why? If, if, if I could live off bread alone, why do I need you? But I realized that I actually need every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. My business cannot go to another level if I don't hear from the mouth of God. My ministry cannot go to another level if I don't hear from the mouth of God. My family, my house, my bills, or whatever the case I'm thinking about in my life can never go to another level if I do not hear from the mouth of God. And in this season, we all want to um, we all want to live by bread alone. We all want to look at our prosperity and think that that's going to get us a, get us far ahead. And that's what I mean by bread alone. We all want to look at our prosperity. We all want to look at our money. We always want to look at our success and our possessions as though it is something that gets us ahead. When truth be told, just because you have a lot of possessions, just because you got a lot of bread, just because you got something to eat, don't mean that you're going to excel, doesn't mean that you're going to prosper, doesn't mean that you're going to go to another level until we get ourselves into the posture where we always want to hear the mouth of God, hear what proceeds out of the mouth of God, then we'll never be effective in the kingdom of God. With that being said, I'm going to stop right there because truth be told, many of us want to value the bread, but we don't value the word. And this is that time with Mama Land. I'm trying to value God's word and not value it getting this bread. That's why even, even now, I'm still waking up every morning, whether I be aggravated, irritated, frustrated, whether I be tired, whether I be lazy, whatever the case may be, I'm getting up every morning because guess what? I want to hear from the mouth of God. I want to understand what God is saying in my life, what God is doing in my life. Granted, I'm financially good right now. However, guess what? I cannot continue to be financially good. I can't even continue to be financially happy. I can't even continue to be spiritually and emotionally happy if I do not hear from the mouth of God. So remember that no man, no, in my opinion, no man shall live by just bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. All right. With that being said, though, it's time for me to go ahead and get to you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'll check in. Y'all know once 9 o'clock hit, we'll never hear music again. And I'm glad it's the top of the hour right now at 9 o'clock. That means I can go ahead and cut to a song break. And once I cut into the song break, we can come back and we can start checking in. Do me a favor. Go ahead and start pinging some people in. Go ahead and start, you know what I'm saying, uh, sharing the room, all that other good stuff. Because that's I, I really want to build value in, the, in these rooms. I don't want it to be an echo chamber. I really want it to build value. And yesterday we had a powerful, powerful conversation. But I know there's not too many people share. So if y'all can, when y'all in the room, just help me promote the shares, help me promote the page, because I really believe by faith that this room and these conversations are very, very interactive, but it cannot just be something that we have in the private rooms. It's not, it cannot be something that just, we just continue to have behind closed doors in the back space. No, I believe by faith that when, when I say it once, I say it twice. When I say in public, I say in private, because I believe by faith that, guess what? God wants people to hear this type of content. God wants people to hear these things that people are not talking about. So if y'all will, when y'all in the room, go ahead and do me a favor. Just go ahead and share one time for me. All right. All right. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate that. <laughs> With that being said, though, let me go ahead and cut to this song and then we coming right, right back so we can go ahead and check in. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Your 
He said, anybody can fight. But the question is, can you win? I came to tell somebody up in here tonight that there is something on the inside of you that's going to help you win in this season. And it's called a champion. You ought to open up your mouth and shout, I am a champion. Everything attached to you wins. I said everything attached to you wins. Can you point to your neighbor and tell them? Everything attached to you wins. Come on, let's tell them. Everything attached to you wins. Just tell them, say, it's your winning season. It's your winning season. You've got God to carry you. You've got God to carry you. That's what He's going to do tonight. Because you can't afford to lose again. You can't afford to lose again. Oh, it's your winning season. Last time, say, everything attached to me wins. is what I need you to do because I realize that you can't say you are a winner but look defeated I need you to get up out of your seat and high five ten people across this room don't just say it's a row tell them across the room that you will win come on high five ten people and tell them you will win you will win God don't work failures God don't call you defeated you are a winner Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Waking Up with the Prophet, where we wake up each and every weekday morning with fresh inspiration, motivation, and a little bit of music to start our day. Not sure where you're listening from. If you're on your way to work, coming home from work, already at work, somewhere working out, maybe you called off work today, maybe you don't have a job, whatever the case may be. We're still trying to wake you up and inspire you. Make sure you get one. Make sure you start your day off the right way. Making sure you start your day off with the right inspiration, motivation, little music, little conversation, all that good right stuff. 
I just believe by faith that when you start your day out the right way, things tend to go a little bit better. Not saying you're gonna have no bumps and no bumps and bruises, no ups and downs, no aggravations, irritations, and frustrations, because you're probably definitely gonna have some of those throughout the day. But as you go throughout the day and you allow God to cover your mind, you allow God to go before you. Guess what? I just believe by faith that He'll continue to cover your day and walk before you. With that being said, it's time to check in. And yeah, I know how we check in here on Waking Up with the Prophet. We check in with our three daily questions. What's the weather? What's for breakfast? And how are you starting your morning? How you start your morning on a scale of one to five? How you feeling? How you feeling? With me, I'm going to go ahead and kick it out. Prophet, it's on you. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm feeling good. I ain't going to cap. I'm feeling good. Um, I'm probably on a good, uh, I'm on a good 4.5. I woke up a little late because I was um, up all night, um, up doing work. And yesterday I caught myself trying to take, you know what I'm saying, a pre-post-work uh, nap. That's where it goes, a post-work nap. Because typically, once I get off the show, I normally take me a nap to about 1 o'clock, 12 o'clock, depending on what I got to do that day, you know what I'm saying? And then I get up and do the rest of my work. But yesterday, I actually just immediately jumped into work. Um, I immediately jumped into work and I didn't get done working yesterday, probably till about five or six. And then after that, I caught myself trying to take a nap, woke up like around eight or nine, maybe a nine thirties and couldn't go back to sleep. Let me just put it like that. I couldn't find myself going back to sleep until about two ish, three o'clock this morning. And then in the midst of me doing that, of course, that caused me to wake up late. And y'all know me, like I said earlier, one thing that I'm trying to do is make sure that I don't come on here just like everybody else. And the first thing I'm doing is talking. Um, first thing I want to do every day when I wake up is get myself together emotionally and spiritually and mentally with God, which is why, you know, even though I had woke up right at eight o'clock, listen, when I tell you I had to hop in the shower, I had to get myself uh, together. Google literally went off and was like, it's 830. It's time to stand up, stretch, make you some breakfast. I said, man, let me go ahead and get this shower and go hop on here because, you know, once I have my time with God, then I'm in a comfortable space, but I don't believe in, you know, being in a position where, um, you begin to talk to people from an uncomfortable place. I believe, especially if we call ourselves ministers of the gospel, we got to make sure that we're keeping ourselves together as well. We can't inspire people and help other people if we're not always, you know, in the face of God trying to push ourselves. That's why the scripture of today was so important to me because it's one thing to just, you know, be comfortable, you know, with the life that you live because you know that you can go out there and get it yourself. Just like I tell people every day, like we had the conversation yesterday. Truth be told, you know, a lot of people depend on God or ministry or something like that to get it you know what i'm saying some men don't even think about god when he come to get got getting the getting the bread you know what i'm saying but for me because my life is balanced within god ministry money business all the other stuff i think that is imperative for me to always get myself together you know what i'm saying before i come on here because i just like building and being effective even within my personal business even in like my company my business i feel like it would not be as strong and effective and gotten as far um if it had not been for me just praying, an uh, accomplishment that I really want to announce um, is that I got accredited with the Better Business Bureau yesterday, which is kind of exciting for me. Um, yesterday, on uh, yesterday, um, well, I actually applied maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, but I actually just now got officially accredited by the uh, BBB. So it's kind of cool because um, I'm actually elevating my business. Um, so now when people look at my website, when people look us up online, they'll see that we're actually accredited by the Better Business Bureau, which means that we're one of the trusted businesses that you can go to. We ain't one of them bootleg businesses. You know what I'm saying? So I'm kind of excited about that. I really, really am. So that kind of got me up this morning on a 4.5. Like I said, I'm a little late, a little tired, but by the end of the show, I will be, you know, feeling better. 
As far as the weather, um, it's 48 degrees right now with the high of 92. Yeah, man, it be hot out here. Like, it be hot. And I don't be having nothing to do, nowhere to go for real. So I be just chilling in the house. I ain't going to cap. It be too hot to be outside running errands, riding around, all the other stuff. That's why when I go grocery shopping, I go grocery shopping maybe once or twice a month. I just went grocery shopping last week. So all the food that I need is probably in the house. I pay most of my bills a lot. Like, yeah, I don't be needing to, no reason to go outside because it be hot as fire out there. And I know if hell hotter than this, I'm just not going. I just can't because 92 degrees is already hot for me. I be trying to sit out on the porch sometimes, get some vitamin D, go out and get some sun after, you know what I'm saying, in between work. Man, it be, uh-uh, it be too hot. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I be, I don't see how y'all do it. Walking from your job to the house or walking from your job to the car, whatever the case may be, it be, uh-uh, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. But, um, yeah, this is going to be a high 92. Um, no breakfast for right now. Y'all know I don't start eating until y'all start talking. We had a powerful conversation yesterday. And when I tell y'all, I ate a whole steak and potatoes in the midst of the conversation yesterday because it was just so good. And I love lit, um, allowing people to get in here and express themselves. I know sometimes people come in here and they can over-talk. They can be long-winded and whatnot. But I love the fact that people can come in here and they can express their opinions. They can express their views. They can express their experiences because truth be told sometimes we can only see things from our perspective we can only th see things from our experience when truth is there are other people out in the world that have different experiences and one thing about me being a prophet is i believe that god didn't just call me to be someone who speaks a word or who just prophesies a word but i believe that he called me to be a problem solver i don't believe that me prophesying should just be a word for a solution but it should also be um it should also be something that prompts me and provoke me to be the solution so yeah with that being said i'm excited about today i'm excited about this conversation we're gonna talk about you know what i'm saying more about black men in the church and how we see money how we see prosperity how we see you know just continuously going forth because i think a lot of black men are sometimes somewhat giving up but one thing i want to do is be an inspiration to young black men to older black men and to the people around me period i know we can be so deep and so spiritually minded that we can be no earthly good meaning that sometimes we don't even care about the people around us but one thing i believe that god's called me to do is to be impactful to the people around me with that being said though let's start checking in with the people around me <laughs> pull to refresh to you guys on the stage if you haven't shared already go ahead and share the room and let's go ahead and get our check-in started starting with my boy jy jy it's on you man do 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 Good morning, everybody. Long time no here. Um, just on here for a moment. Huh? Where you been at? Uh, busy. Just been super, super busy with the kids stuff and uh, just ripping and running. I've been tired, too, because I'll be out uh, Ubering late, like real late, and I get in the house. So I'll just be too tired. So I'll be like, I'll be getting up. Um, <clears throat> but... Um, I didn't go out yesterday. I hung out with the fam and we got some friends over and I just decided to stay in the house. So, but, um, it's hot. It's going to be, it's 81 right now, but it's going to be a hundred foe today. So I think I'm going to go swimming with my children. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be the move. No breakfast. I may have some, make, make some pancakes today. Um, as well. I'm at a good four right now. Um, I'm just truly excited about what the Lord is going to do. Um, got some great revelation when I just took some time to really just talk to the Lord and hear the Lord. And he really just changed my mindset on a lot of things. Um, so, What's but a lot yeah. Of things? Huh? 
What's a lot of things? Um, just how I may have been looking at things and facing things. I kind of just accept the way things were. And I, you know, I used to come and grovel to the Lord. I got a strong revelation. Um, thanks to my wife's class and with, um, uh, prophet Jerry about learning about what decree and declare means. So I kind of really studied that in the Bible a lot and realized that when you declare, you say something out loud and acknowledge it as what it is, but decreeing is making a law. And I learned a long time ago that the Lord operates on principles and laws. And when you say that, you stand still. And even the enemy can't penetrate whatever you speak and decree because the enemy has to order the laws of God as well. And um, I myself have to order the laws that I may have decreed. And sometimes, believe it or not, we decree our struggle over our lives when we say certain mm -hmm. things out loud. We decree something. So we develop a law on ourselves. So we have to renounce those laws that we may put over ourselves. Like I'm broke or I ain't going to do this or I'm going to always be sick or I have this or my this or whatever. We, we've owned things and we made it a law over our lives. So what we what I've learned is that we have to literally go back and think about the things that we said over our lives and renounce those things and speak forth new laws and new decrees um, going forth. And it will change the trajectory a direction that we walk in in life and that's just one revelation i got and i mean the lord was with me with the whole team because i felt so lighter um i feel like a huge weight was lifted off of my back so uh but yeah man that's why i'm uh, i'm on a, i'm on a four i will be on a five in about an hour i just gotta get myself up i'm, I'm hurting so um, <laughs> but love y'all <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up, JY. I appreciate that. And I appreciate you being transparent because I be wondering, well, like, what is God telling other folks? Like, I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm nosy. Y'all pray for me. Maybe I'm just nosy. But I be wanting to know, like, what is God telling other folks in their prayer time besides what they be getting on Clubhouse talking about? Because some of these folks be getting on Clubhouse and don't be talking about nothing. I'm talking about nothing. Now I'm talking about nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I be like, come on, like, y'all be so deep, but still don't be talking about nothing. Then be going through it in y'all own private lives. Like, come on, what is God telling you for real? So I thank you so much for being transparent about that, like, real talk. Um, who we got next? Pastor Charles? Pastor Charles, it's on you, sir. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. It is 80 degrees in Central Texas in this part, and mighty Savior. I'm still looking at the hat. It says something about extreme. So, I mean, by the way, we're supposed to be wearing we're supposed to be wearing uh, sun screens and stuff like that too. Anyway, hallelujah. I'm awake. I'm alive. Uh, thankful to be here on a scale of one to five. Five being the highest. I think I'm at a three and a half, going into four. I'm feeling pretty good. Loving God. Loving my neighbor as I do myself. Trying my best too do what I'm supposed to do. Um, looking forward also to the conversation. I'm trying to really get in my mind and my heart right now, you know, what is the true revelation that I need to be hearing right now. And right now things are kind of getting a little cloudy to be honest, because I'm just kind of busy uh, with uh, just some of the different things of this summer, trying to keep my head in the game and watching things as they go along. Summer, month for a pastor sometimes can be a little bit challenged, but it's all good. Amen. Anyway, looking forward to the conversation. Pastor Charles, what's so interesting is 
I literally just wrote down the question that I was going to ask you. Um, and it was kind of bouncing back off of what Jay was saying or even just how I've been feeling lately, too. Because I know I took some days off last week just to try to get myself together and bounce back. Because I'm past y'all. I definitely understand. Like, uh, I definitely understand, like, what you're saying. But here's the question that I wrote down. Have you ever faced a burnout, like, that season where you felt like you was burning out? And if so, how did you bounce back from that? Because I know a lot of pastors feel like that in the summer. Like, almost like I'm, they're about to burn out. Well, well, the big piece of it is is that, um, you know, I think the thing is everybody needs vacation. And I think if you're taking a vacation, too, um, it's it's not so bad. Um, but a lot of times, you know, some of us pastors and some of those folks feel like that if we're not there, um, it's just going to uh, fall, fall, fall away, or fall down. And I think we just have to kind of remind ourselves that the church, all of this, belongs to God. Scripture says, "The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof; the world and they that dwell therein." God is well able to handle and manage His business, and we just have to be able to really be. Um, transparent enough to realize that we're not in charge of anything. Um, we, we're in charge of ourselves, so to speak. We have our ability to, to be able to uh, serve God clearly with our own mind. Um, but we also have to be just be reminded that it is not ours and we stop worrying about stuff we can't, we can't uh, manage and it's not ours to worry about. The church belongs to him. And so he's big and bad enough to take care of his church. So and all I ask her to do is give me wisdom on what I'm supposed to do. And But that was a growth. Believe me when I tell you, that was a place of growth. It's not something that just happened. I think we're taught almost to worry about stuff that we can't handle. And then anyway, but we have to be careful to un unweave ourselves from that, that cloth of worryation and worry and fear and all that kind of stuff. So that becomes a learned behavior not to worry and watch God take care of his stuff right that's good i mean i think that is a good uh a good way of explaining it but i think naturally most people are going to worry and then not even that most people are going to worry it's just like you said most people are so actively busy trying to do this trying to do that that they face just burnout even when you know, they're not worrying. Like most people are just so used to doing their day-to-day routines that I think even that you're saying doing that vacation, like taking a vacation will actually help a lot of people as well. But most people can't even afford to take vacations. And I think we discussed that once in here before, but most people can't even properly afford to take vacations like they should. Most people can't actually prepare or afford to take time off of work, you know what I'm saying, just to relax. So a lot of people still face burnout because you know, they're just consistently moving, consistently working, consistently doing stuff. I mean, you can't afford not to take a vacation, even if it's around the block. And go into a, get into a hotel <laughs> and just do something out of out of the norm. I mean, I'm, I've learned, sad to say, um, you know, but I've learned, man, you got to have some time away so you can come back with with, with power and strength to do what you got to do. I think sometimes we're, we're told a week, you have to have a whole lot of money to do a vacation. No, you don't. Just like I said, just go go out of the city and go somewhere and sit down and, and take the whole day, go to the movies that day, you know, stuff like that. Do something. 
different than you've been doing. So that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, understandable. That's true. That's true. Because a, a vacation don't got to be a lot of money. Truth be told, yeah, check yourself into a hotel. Or, you know what I'm saying, go to the park for a couple of hours or something like that. Now, granted, I mean, if I'm going to take a vacation, I'm going to try to get as far away as possible from people. Because, you know what I'm saying, that would be the only way I can probably hear from God. Like, I got to be away from people so I won't be distracted. Because I think the major part of being burned out is a lot of people are distracted so where they can't plug in to God. You know what I'm saying? And I think of it like how we think of, like, the phone. If the phone isn't plugged up to the charger, then you actually, you know what I mean, your phone going to go dead. And I think oftentimes people never had that time to say, oh, you know what I'm saying, let me go plug my phone up. Let me go plug my phone up. And I'm one that's guilty of it because y'all know I work for my phone, literally. That's one of the tools that I use for my phone. And oftentimes people are like, why your phone always going dead? Why your phone always going dead? You know why? Because I never took the time to say, let me sit down and plug this phone up. And I think that's what we do in real life. We be like, okay, let me just do this. Let me go here. Let me go there. Even in the car. Some of us got a car charge, Pastor Charles, but even plugging it up in the car, we still doing other stuff. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, taking that time to actually go go rest, putting your phone, turning it, turning it completely off, or putting it on the charger, just sitting it away. So you're completely, you know, iso well, not necessarily like isolated, but you're completely free of all, like, distractions, all worries. That's one way that, for me, Oh, yeah, it's definitely going to help me relieve stress. It's going to help me start thinking. It's going to cause me to write down some notes, come up with some ideas. But uh, like I said, a lot of people just don't, you know, have that. But I'm going to throw it over to Mama Lynn. And Mama Lynn, you can answer that same question right after you check in because, you know what I'm saying, you've been running a long time and you're not tired yet. And I need you to tell me, like, what makes you keep on pushing? It's on you, Mama Lynn. Do -do -do -do. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, I'm on a five today. Today, I woke up even earlier. Um, I went to bed a little earlier, so I think that's what I'm going to start doing, making myself go to bed a little earlier. Hey, that's uh, good discipline. Breakfast is coffee with my uh, French vanilla. Uh, it is 75 degrees right now with a high of 91 or 92. Anyway, it goes, it's going to be hot. Uh, answer your question. Hmm. Okay, let me put it like this. Uh, as a single mother, uh, most of the time, I couldn't take a vacation per se vacation. Mm. I would take a week. Um, and go on a weekend out of town for a weekend, leave on Friday, be back on Sunday, go to work on Monday. Most of the time, I sent my children on vacation, and that was my vacation. When my children was gone, I was on vacation. So, yes, because that means I can run in around the house free. Um, uh, as I got older and my children got older, uh, I would take, go away for the weekend. I might have had to work that weekend, but that was okay. I wasn't at home. And most of the time I did that during the summer, uh, because they were away. So I would go to a hotel and 
spend the weekend at a hotel and I was in the lap of luxury. I didn't have to make my bed. I didn't, you know, I didn't have to clean the bathroom. I was me. Don't get me wrong. I did not destroy the room. I'm not that type of person. Um, even now, uh, the type of job that I have, uh, this company, you earn a day a month, and it's at the end of the month. Uh, if you use vacation time and you don't have enough vacation time, you borrowed that time, you got to pay that time back by December. If it's not paid back at the end of December, you're still paying it into the new year. So you have to be careful what you do. And this is your vacation, your sick time, your personal time, your time. I don't care what kind of time it is. You only earn a day a month. So you have to use it wisely and be careful how you use it. So I used mine very wisely in the beginning. I messed myself up because I did not know. Because all they kept saying was, well, you get two weeks vacation. But they don't explain to you how that really works. And I told them they was wrong for that. But hey, but that's how I do. I have to take mental breaks. Because if not, uh, this world, our people, your people, everybody's people will beat you up. And I'm going to leave it there. You got any more questions? I'll try to answer them as best I can. Love you all. Prophet, you talking on mute. I sure am, Mama Lynn. Over here talking on mute. <laughs> Thank you again so much. I was saying that I'm kind of excited about it because you inspired me because you've been running for Jesus a long time and you're not tired yet. And there are a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, like I said, especially my age who will somewhat give up real easy. Like, will somewhat give up real, real easy. And especially, like you said, people who, I want to say, like the people who are, but there are a lot of people who are like single parents who are in single family homes and you know, they find themselves literally just giving up so easily. And I just figure out, like, oh, what, what, like, what, what, not what can I do, but what should we do? And I think that's a good example. Even if you cannot take a whole week, you know what I'm saying? Just making some time on the weekend, having somebody to keep your kids, you know what I'm saying? So you can at least have a couple of hours to yourself is something that, you know what I'm saying, everybody should learn to take advantage of. As well as that PTO. I ain't even gonna cap. I rarely ever had a job that gave me real PTO. I don't know what that is for real. For real. But, because uh, I've always been entrepreneur, praise the Lord. But yeah, that's something that I think a lot of people need to be taught like how to use their PTO so they can get proper vacation time because you know some people just be taking off and thinking they just gonna use their PTO all with a nilly and I don't think you can just do it like that you know what I'm <laughs> but hey like I said I've never had one of those jobs because truth is if it was me normally and I ain't feeling no type of way I'm just gonna take my my day my week unless I'm already pre-booked oh yeah I'm just gonna go ahead and tell everybody no like cancel everything move it over to tomorrow <laughs> but Ebony I'm throwing it over to you go ahead and check in for us Doo -doo -doo -doo. 
Hey, good morning, fam. Um, let's see what it is. I forgot that fast. It is currently 82 degrees. It will be 93 degrees today. This is the beginning of our heat wave here. Um, our air quality is on absolute terrible. It is on red, almost purple. Um, and that's going to be going on until Saturday. So, y'all pray for my baby girl. Um, her lungs pray that she, you know, be able to go through what I had to tell her. Um, summer school teachers and attendants, she cannot play outside, unfortunately, because, yeah, we're not, we're not trying to go back on oxygen right now. We've come too far. <laughs> so, um, just got to keep her in right now, which she's not going to be happy about, but that's what comes with being a miracle and having miracle lungs. So, she's five. She doesn't understand it right now, but with time. We'll, we'll be able to teach her um, exactly why that is. But I am on a four. Um, cut it to a four point five. Prayerfully a five by the end of the day. And I know it's nothing but God because I'm exhausted. I've not had more than five hours of sleep in the last five days. Um, but God is definitely my strength. As is this iced coffee. Glory to God. Um, so yeah, this mom runs on caffeine. That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah, just a busy day of schoolwork. I was in a board meeting last night till 11 o'clock. Um, and then up with the baby boy. He is three months old with two teeth coming through already. These, these, I don't know if he's considered a pandemic baby, but these kids now are something different. <laughs> I don't, teeth at three months old is crazy to me. Um, but yeah, eight pounds with three teeth. That's just, that's just crazy but anywho um breakfast uh probably this iced coffee probably a protein shake and maybe some bacon um whatever i'm doing uh well you know nursing burns calories but that and i think high protein is working out for me uh because i'm definitely losing a nice little bit of weight so i'm just gonna keep at it uh keep going and um, of course i will be here for the conversation um, I will contribute as much as I can. Ev, now I'm gonna actually just throw that same question over to you because I mean, just like you know, everybody else, you sound like you're dealing with the summer, you know, stress as well, of you know, possible burnout, possible fatigue. So, what is it like? How do you face it? How do you get over that? Um, so I tell my um, and I was thinking about this while you were talking to Marilyn about single moms. So, a lot of my miracle moms are single moms. So not only are they single moms, but they have children who are medically fragile, you know, trachs, um, in wheelchairs, immobile, uh, nonverbal. And so um, every Thursday, right, every Thursday when we get on, I, I depart when we get ready to get out of the room. I say, do something tonight that feeds your spirit. If mm. it's watching your favorite show, stay up an hour after the kids and do something that you like. If it's a long shower, um, give yourself a pedicure, whatever it is. I know you're tired, but you'll thank yourself for doing just one thing tonight that you want to do for you, intentionally for you, not folding the kids' clothes so you don't have to do it tomorrow. I know you think that's helping you, but that's not helping you. That's helping your to-do mm. list. Do something mm. for you. You. See, and that'd be the thing. Most people think like that. Like, let me go ahead and do this and get this out the way so I don't got to worry about it tomorrow so I can yeah. actually ease up time for me. But How like you said, that's... <laughs> mm -hmm. 
I get it. Especially when you're a mom, you know, you got, especially if you have multiple kids, you have, you know, you're doing multiple things. But yeah. you just got to make intentional moments, you know, to feed your spirit. Like, before the pandemic hit, my gift to myself every month were two massages. I brought a membership at Massage Envy. So I would gladly pay the $115 a month to go get my two, you could do like a massage and a facial, two facials, two massages. I didn't really care for facials. So for me, it was massages. So I gladly went and got those massages because that's therapeutic to me. That makes me feel good. Um, And so, you know, I would spend $115 on my kids' clothes and diapers and you know whatever else so if i can spend it on shoot i'll spend it in a weekend on food so i ain't gotta cook so if i can spend <laughs> on that surely i can pour it back into me and right. so that's what i teach um and that's what i do now it's gotten a little trickier with two kids i can admit and i'm still really finding my rhythm with that um it's going on almost two months that my son's been home so i'm still really finding the groove but um, you know, I try to, you know, every day by the end of the day, if not during the day, do something that feels good for me. So like lately I've been waking up, uh, about anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour before the kids so that I can enjoy my coffee in peace so that I can check email or do whatever, you know, I want to do or even shop like today I, I shopped, um, I was online just shopping for me, not for them, for me. Um, you know, just so that I have a minute. So I'll stay up a little, I always stay up later because I'm a night owl. I just work better like that. Um, or get up a little earlier. So that's what I tell all parents to do. Even my pastor, he doesn't have any kids. Um, he is married, but I tell him all the time, find space outside of what you do to pour into you, whatever that looks like. He loves karaoke. So he's been going to karaoke on Saturdays. Go. Have a good time. You know, you, you got to, as much as you, as, as hard as you work, you got to get at least 50% of that in play. At yeah. least 50% of that in self-care. You need balance or you will easily burn out. And no matter what people say, you don't always come back from a burnout. You do not always come back from a yeah, burnout. Yeah, and that's another thing know. I was going to ask because some people go on vacation or some people chill and they never bounce back. I mean, well, I mean, if you go on a vacation, you should bounce back. Um, but burnout, you know, going into that that mental that place of mental anguish, not everybody returns the same. You ever had like a shirt or something that you brought and it fit perfect? You wash that thing. Maybe you didn't look at the tag on it. It gives you care instructions. You didn't read the care instructions. You said, "Oh, it's a dark shirt. I know what to do." Right. Then with the dark, dry it, get it out, and realize it don't fit the same no more. Because you didn't take the time to care for it like you should. So now the fit is disrupted. Now it's not not tailored to your body like it should be. And so our bodies and our minds are the same way. You know, we have to make sure that we are caring for ourselves. That we're pouring into ourselves in every single way. So that we can be ourselves, be our best selves. Not just for everybody else, but for us as well. That's good. That's good. And what's crazy is I think a lot of people don't realize that even as just a regular person, you still have the potential to burn out. It's not just for like, you know, leaders and people in ministry. You know what I'm saying? Even like parents, like you said, for single parents, you know what I'm saying? You never want you to get put in that position 
where you're getting burnt out as well because that's so easy to able to happen. And once you do burn out, like you said, it's kind of hard to probably come back from that for some people. I ain't going to cap. That's why I even tell myself during the summer season where I feel like I'm going to burn out and I chill. You know what I'm saying? I also try to keep a routine to where that if I do start burning out or if I do start getting low on momentum and discipline and whatnot, that I at least have a way to bounce back. And for some people, I think some people just never are able to bounce back from that from that place of fatigue, from that place of full burnout, from that place of exhaustion and you gotta plug up like yeah that's the hard part for a lot of people to bounce back from i think that's very very interesting um who's next uh, i see carlo okay nick you said what mama lynn prop it up people with uh, uh i don't want to call blessed children with uh i don't want to call them special needs I, for some reason, I just never really like that. Uh, with people in my family like that, uh, we we were able to jump in and help. If we couldn't give them a full week, we at least gave them a weekend break. Yeah. We had to because we looked at it and we thought, it's overwhelming. It's very overwhelming. Um I know my one cousin, my mom and her sisters, they gave my aunt like two months. You know, uh, they each took my cousin for a week. So they, two months. So this was twice a year. So like every six, five months, she got a break. You know, um, my great, great niece, um, right now, my, uh, my niece had to put her uh, in a special care unit mm-hmm. for, for people to take care of her because my niece, my niece, my niece developed uh, stomach cancer, and she couldn't take care of her daughter no more. And we were our walk to do now is go over, go over to. Uh the home and check and sit and make sure they treating her right. So yeah, it's tricky. I understand what Ebony is saying. Yeah, take take an hour or two just for yourself. You got to, because if not, you will burn out for real, and that ain't good. You know what's crazy, Mama Lynn? A lot of these moms, first let me say, Mama Lynn, I don't know what you did, Whatever you did, we heard you real good for the first time in forever. Um, <laughs> Facts. I don't know what adjustments you just made, but keep it there because we be we be we have to stop everything to hear you talking because it's so low. But whatever you did, <clears throat> we just heard you loud and clear, so keep doing that. Um, but yeah, those moms, you know, they have family, they have friends, but often people don't want to learn. For example, my family loves rain down. But we couldn't go nowhere because nobody would take the time to learn how to use her oxygen. Nobody would take time to learn what to do, learn the rescue plan. Nobody asked, how can I help with that? Oh, I want to keep her. Well, you can't keep her because you don't know CPR. You won't even let me give you a crash course. You don't know how to use the oxygen and you won't learn. So that's just oxygen. And then these moms who have trace, that's four or five machines right there. You know, like people don't always want to learn. They don't always have that 
They have family, but they don't always have the support. And then, you know, family could be selfish. Oh, well, I got three kids on my own. I ain't got time. Okay, but your three kids are healthy and running around. You could, And they're independent. You can take two seconds a day, six hours to help this mom do what she got to do. And so, you know, that's that's the moments, you know, that's fit the pandemic creating game nights and sending them gift cards for Instacart. That's how my organization started. Me just wanting to help other people. I had a husband at home to help me in the pandemic. But those moms were shut in, stuck in the house, no family to help, nobody coming by. Nursing shortage was at an all-time high during the pandemic. And so they didn't have nothing. So that's how it started. You know, just sending them, you know, and then Instacart and stuff. At that time, they weren't accepting food stamps. So you got these moms whose kids are on full disability. They had to quit their jobs to take care of their kids. Now they're relying on food stamps and disability money. In the middle of the pandemic, you can't go shopping because you got a sensitive kid who got all these machines. Like, it was just a big snowball. So that's how my organization started. Not just doing the, you know, the little game nights and stuff, but sending out gift cards, sending them resources. Shoot, one mom, I brought groceries for her and had them shipped to her, and she's in Tennessee. But that's what we did to just help one another, like, get through it. She had a whole host of family. I think Shawnee has six siblings. None of them have kids but her. Nobody stepped in to help her. Nobody. I'm in Maryland. And I was able to send her what she needed. So people are self, people don't think like that anymore. So kudos to you and your family for stepping in and providing that that bit of a reprieve um, because it's not common. And my great niece had seizures. She had seizures. So by me um, working with people with special needs and then on top of it, working for the school board, I had to know CPR. I had to know everything anyway. So, um, and you'd be surprised. Your kids will help you with them because that's their cousin. They love them. You know, they see you loving on them. They want to love on them too. So, yeah, uh, we got to stop being so selfish and start helping one another out. I think that's the only thing that discouraged me about the world. We are so selfish. We are so self-centered, and it gets on my nerves. I mean, but I, in a sense, for some people, I don't blame certain people for being selfish, Mama Land. But then at the same time, I do understand. Like, like, well, yeah, I think I said that. Like, some people, it's understandable for them to be selfish, but then for some people, I can see where, yeah, you could have taken the extra mile. And I think universally, we don't teach for people to take the extra mile or to be selfless. So I think for everybody, it's now it's uh, mind my business or down got nothing to do with me type of thing. And y'all know me, I'm never that type of person because even when my neighbors was like, oh, we don't know what to do with our kid. I had that happen twice since we've been on the radio show where I've been keeping, where I kept two different sets of babies only because, hey, I know how to step in for the village. But I think most people, you know, if they got their own family, they they have they have somewhat of a reason to somewhat be selfish because I think it's like Pastor Anthony or somebody that said it last week. You don't want to necessarily risk taking food out your own kid's mouth or your own people's mouth to feed somebody else, and I think that's like a hard pill to swallow for some people. 
Well, if it's taking food out your kid's mouth, then you're not in a position to help in that area. But right. there's something right. you can do. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, I wasn't there in Tennessee. I couldn't relieve her. I couldn't take care of the child, but I could help send groceries. That's, yeah. that's one burden down. You know, I could, you know, talk to her, you know, give her a moment to breathe, let her vent. Like, there's something you can do. I don't think there's ever an excuse for selfishness. That's just me. Um, I don't think there. I don't. I don't think it is. I just. I don't. We find time for recreation. We find time to keep right. on the phone. It's just three <laughs> seconds to send a text message to say, "Hey, you good?" To send a voice note. You ain't even got to use your fingers to send a voice note. Like, I, just to me, there's there's zero excuse. Like, we just got to do better um, with being the village because if we all keep being selfish and keep ignoring the things that are happening around us, our world is really going to hell in a handbasket, and we already close. With, with the good efforts we do have. So I just, <laughs> we gotta do better. We gotta do better and look out for it. For perfect example, um, I shared with you guys yesterday, uh, we had baptism on Monday night. Um, it wasn't at my church, because um, my church doesn't have a pool, um, but we went to this church and I went out to the car. We forgot something for Roman. And I went out to the car with Rain and Roman, because my husband was playing on the keyboard, and I was robbed. A uh, gentleman came up behind me, stuck something um into my side i don't think it was a gun um but stuck something into my side and asked for my stuff and i just gave it up and i think he knew i would because i had my babies i wasn't gonna make no crazy moves but when i went back inside um and i shared there was apparently a gentleman on the other side of the parking lot who saw him run out he wasn't in the church service with us he was at a, a business um and he came in and gave me his information and said you know we talked to the police give him my information and he was like, give me your cash app. Now, he ain't never sent me nothing. But he asked. Um, you know, at least he offered, you know, how much, you know, how much money did you have on me? And in a rare occasion, I had cash on me and I never keep cash. Um, but I had a good amount of cash. I gotta go through all of the crap to get my IVs again. So that's money I gotta put out, even though money was taken from me. But at least the man asked, yeah. what can I do? How can I help? Um, and by the time he was able to run off, of course, the, you know, dude was gone, but he still, you know, tried to come to my aid and ask me, was I okay? Was I good? Help me get my kids back inside, you know. And I think that's interesting. That's interesting, Ebony. I think we have to talk about that because I think a lot of people may not have the, 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 um, the desire to ask because they know, they, they may not want to deal with the obligation of helping especially in a capacity that they may not even have because i mean granted like you said he he really do that but what if what if he would have asked and it was like out of his capacity was he just it's like i think most people just don't want to ask because they don't want to feel obligated to help is that that's kind of crazy well right? if you don't want to help if you don't want to help don't get involved like yeah. nobody's making you come over yeah, <laughs> try to be nosy. <laughs> yeah, like nobody's making you do that. So you know, if if it's out of your capacity, it's out of your capacity. Um, nobody can force that upon you, but do what you can do. We all can do something. Um, so do do what you can do. Like right now, y'all can't help me not be booed. Uh, by by bullying <laughs> me. Um, so yeah, we we all can do something. <laughs> said, you right, see right now. Y'all can't help me not game, <laughs> Even if it's the seven game night or girl night over at their house, 
you know, for an hour or two just to take their mind off of what's going on in their life. You know, they got so much on their plate. Uh, as a single mother, I used to say, okay, what, what can I do? I was doing laundry at night and getting up in the morning and doing laundry again, you know. So, like I said, when my kids went away and I had the house to myself, I didn't wash no dishes because I didn't make no dishes, you know. Um, I just, you have to find time as as a person to enjoy your life, yeah. you know. Even I get on my son, you know. Boy, get in your car. Tell your wife and kids, deuces, I'm gone. <laughs> so, you know, I, you, you got to figure it out and you got to do it. That's true. That's definitely true, Mama Lynn. I believe that. I believe that. I was going to ask another question, but I forgot to write it down. I forgot to write my question down. Uh, 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 Holy Ghost, bring it back to my mind. All right, Carlos. Uh, okay, Nick, I'm throwing it over to you. Go ahead and check in for me. It'll come back to me. Check. That ain't no check in. What? What's? What's the weather? How you feeling this morning? What's for breakfast? <laughs> the weather is hot. Breakfast. I had oatmeal. I'm on a five today. I went and visited one of my Freedom School sites today. And the children gave me energy. That's my check-in. Period. <laughs> Why you sound so hostile with it all, though? Because it's hot in Canada. Smoke finna come back down here. They piss me off. <laughs> oh, God. It's still fire in Canada, though? God, dog. What's wrong with Canada being ablaze all of a sudden like this? I, I didn't know Canada was still on fire like that. Well, I'm gonna pray for y'all. I'm gonna pray for y'all. <laughs> he said it's about to piss me off because Canada smoked and it's already hot. I understand, bro. However, I am excited about my um my endorsement with Lulu Lamont. So I did a photo shoot. I um put the picture as my profile picture. Uh, so so excited about the things that are coming from that for um church and religious organizations so yep you said well hulu hulu where lulu lamont oh okay who is lulu lamont it's an athleisure company so they do athletic wear oh okay okay and so i had a photo i had a photo shoot with them and i put that picture in my um ptr all right i'm going on here Carlos, now that ain't it. Now you know good well. That ain't it. <laughs> I can be whatever I want to be. I, I, Carlos. So I hope some of these fake doctors out here go ahead and get them some graduation pictures so they. I'm weak. <laughs> chill out. Chill out. <laughs> Not the fake doctors. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you were serious for a minute, so I had to realize, hold on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. You got me cracking up. Coach, I'm throwing it to you. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I think I'd have my is, baby, bro. That was funny. Uh, it is 80, <laughs> it's 83 degrees here. Um, I have not had breakfast yet. I've been up cleaning. 
doing laundry and just trying to clear up my atmosphere. So as you can hear, I got music in the background and trying to get some productive stuff done uh, today. So that's my check-in. That's really all I got. Kosha, I'm going to ask you the question that I, like, that I asked Mama Lynn, but I want to ask you from, you know what I'm saying, by us being like somewhat near the same age. Um, but you know what I'm saying? You've been running for Jesus a long time and you're not tired yet. How do you keep... Um, how do you fight uh, burnouts and fatigue when it comes to like, you know what I'm saying, living this life for God and like trying to be, you know, trying to do you, you know what I'm saying? Um, to be honest, I had to unlearn a lot of stuff. I had to, some people look at it as taking breaks, but I really took some time to disconnect from a lot of things that were beginning to drain me. Um, doing things for the Lord should be joy. Like you should find joy in it, although right. it can be peace. But I think people underestimate how many connections you have when you're in ministry and the things that take from you. And yeah. if it's not equally as pouring into you as it's taking from you, it will suck the life out of you. Subsequently, the joy of doing ministry. And I think that's what ends up happening. People don't see the, the, um, the reasoning for continuing because it's just like I'm not really getting out as much as I'm pouring in, even though your intention is like, yes, I'm doing this for the Lord, but I should get some natural satisfaction from this too. Um, so one thing I have been doing as of lately, uh, I, I just pulled away from a lot of stuff and I know it upset a lot of people, but I'm like, okay, you be all right. Um, it's, it's, if it's me or you, you, you about to lose every time because one thing I need to figure out how to do is, make sure that what I'm doing for God is really for God, because this is just my personal conviction. Me standing up there out of obligation is not really me offering thing from a pure place for me. It's like, I really don't want to do it, but because I have to mm, do it. Come on now. So when the Lord begins to deal with me, like I said, this is my personal conviction. When he begins to deal with me about the contents of my heart, it convicted me. And so I just was like, you know what? I'd rather not. And y'all be okay, because y'all was okay before I got here. And so let me work on what what has gotten out of alignment in my desire, and you know, as far as my heart posture and desire. So my suggestion would be to anybody, um, do like a, a, an evaluation every so often, like what you are doing, what you are producing, why you are doing it, and be like, okay, listen, uh, am I growing in this area? Like. It should be to an end beyond just the, I feel like. It's 10 a.m. It's time for, to stand up and stretch. Right. Let's just take a break for a You're doing it for God. I feel like there should be like a something tangible that you produce. Like what, what have I grown? How have I grown in this area? And if you don't see no growth in that area, it's time for you to reevaluate some stuff. So in order for me to not get tired, I had to take a step back and that's okay. And just reevaluate what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And you got to be okay with upsetting other people, uh, especially when they're used to you being available and um, dependable. Um, if you're not solid in scripture, you don't got a solid like relationship with the Lord. I've experienced where they'll try to flip stuff on you and make you feel like really, really bad about um, taking your sabbatical or break or whatever. So that's just my take on it. That's what I'm in the process of doing now. 
and it's working great for me. Like, <laughs> understandable, understandable. Fabulous. working fabulous. I think one thing that people deal with, and um, I don't think you said it in these words, but I kind of heard it in, in this way. But a lot of people, when they're always pouring out and pushing out, and they're not receiving that same level of, you know, pour, uh, pour into or whatever the case may be, that sometimes they can burn out. And I think that's because of feeling inadequate. Because I know, well, I'm going to put it in my own opinion. I felt like at one season I was about to burn out because I felt inadequate. I'm like, I'm doing all this pouring, I'm doing all this producing. And people were telling me, keep doing what I'm doing. You're doing great. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But then part of me was feeling inadequate. So I started to burn out. So what you were just saying to me kind of makes so much sense. So I'm going to go ahead and actually pop it on over to Trey, too, because I'm sure Trey can relate. Trey, because I'm sure, I mean, like you're administering. I asked this question kind of similar to you yesterday. I mean, not yesterday. Well, can I add this one more thing before you do? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the the last thing I wanted to say is I'm learning that just because I can, that doesn't mean I should. That's good. And I know that the ability that I have to do the things that I do, that doesn't mean that, coach, that's your responsibility. And sometimes we assume responsibility for stuff because people know that you can, so they'll just automatically delegate that to you. Yeah. No, man. Mm-mm. Not, no, no. Get somebody else to do that because other people, it also, it takes away the, the strain from people having to be the only person that can do it. Like let somebody else gifts be, be shown and stuff. Let somebody else give be developed and all the other stuff. You ain't fit. No, Mm -mm. because I can't, that don't mean I should. And that's one thing I'm learning. No, it has become my best friend. I'm still learning that. Lord Jesus, I'm learning my no season. <laughs> I'm still effectively learning how to use the word no, that no is a full sentence. <laughs> I can, okay, like, I, I agree with you. I completely agree with you. All right, so I'm going to throw it over to, to Trey and ask Trey the same question. Trey, like, how do you feel about that? Like, how, well, first, go ahead and check in, and then after that, like, you know, how do you overcome, like, burnout, whether it be ministry, whether it be personal life, whether it be even in your business, you know what I'm saying? Because some people, like, even though you want to chill and take a break or even step away, sometimes you can't because you got kids, because it's your actual, you know, source of income, because it's actually your call. So how do you overcome those moments where it's like, yeah, I'm finna quit? <laughs> do the loop. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Good morning. Um, I have no clue what the temperature is outside because I just woke up like not pretty too long ago. But I know the high is somewhere in the 80s. Um, And ain't no breakfast because what is that? That's getting up and doing work. Not going to happen. And um, I'm like at a three out of five this morning. Um, and I want to answer this question in kind of like a twofold thing. Um, be, um, and kind because you kind of ask culture kind of different than me, and I want to answer it kind of in both ways. So, okay, when it comes to it. when it comes to ministry, period, there have been times where I've been like, nigga, like I don't, you know, <laughs> no, I don't really want to do this, and it's just because in I've done so much. You know, at, at one point, you know, in, 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 my, in my ministry, 
I'm leading praise and worship in the morning. I'm coming to my church. I'm doing intercessory prayer. I'm leading praise and worship. I'm, I'm presiding. I'm working the altar. I'm an armor bearer. And then I have my own personal ministry on a college campus where my phone is open 24 hours a day. So because I am a campus minister, I have college students calling me at two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight o'clock in the morning and need prayer. And that are on suicide watch, and that need help, and I just asking for like, money that you don't got. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had it, but they weren't gonna get it unless I put it on my heart to give it. Cause no, um, and I, I, you know, um, I had to first of all learn that some things in ministry we do just to do, and I had to learn the difference between me doing because I can, and me being assigned to do things. So I had to learn how to put proper balance in to really un- un- understand that I can't do everything just because I can do it. Um, but I have to be led of the Lord to do what I do and also to understand what else am I going to do in life? What, like, what, 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 what am I going to do? Stop ministering? Like, I'm not dumb. I, I can't do that. So, I mean, I've never been in a place in my life where I'm like, I'm just done with ministry. I made a vow to the Lord and I told him yes. And I can't take that yes back. You know, um, I, I I have to continue to do what God tells me to do, no matter how bad I hurt, no matter how bad I may not want to. I mean, I, there is no other life. Like, well, what, what am I going to do? Just stop doing what God said? I don't want to deal with those repercussions. And even when, when it comes to me trying to live a holy and separated life in this present world, you know, now that sometimes can get tiring because, you know, I grew up with people saying, oh, it's easy to live holy. Facts, that right. Is a whole and complete life. Um, that, that may be your story. And if that is the case, that's great. But for me, it is not always an easy thing because that that it mm-mm. now certain things my appetite has completely changed on, and there are certain things that my appetite is has not changed, you know. And it takes self control, which is a fruit of the spirit. Praise our God! It takes self control and discipline, you know, for me not to do it. And there are times where I'm like, you know, I don't, I'm I'm, I'm sick of trying to live this life. I'm I'm sick of, but at the end of the day, again. What else am I gonna do? You know, as as a twenty five year old, I've I've done the whole drunk thing. Um, who's in this room? Um, um, I've, if some people in here that done heard me in a, in a drunken place, praise God. I've done the drunk thing. I've done I've done the weed and I've done the LSD and I've done the acid and uh and 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 living um a life where I'm, I'm claiming, you know, to be um, sexually pure and I'm not and lying and doing all this stuff. Like sometimes I do want to just do what I want to do. But at the end of the day, what what keeps me from getting burned out from living this life is understanding that, number one, I've been a hypocrite. God knows I've been a hypocrite. I don't want to be a hypocrite. I don't I don't want to preach something and then not live it. 
I don't want my witness to be tainted because I've done that before where I'm preaching one thing, people find out about something else, and then my witness is tainted and people don't want to get to know the God that I that, that I say that I know because my life is in shambles. And that keeps me um, not being burnt out from living this life or just knowing that there are so many college students that have been saved and that have been, you know, filled with the spirit of God and that have been changed, you know, just by watching me or learning from me. That in itself is enough to keep me um, on, 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 on this highway of wanting to do right and wanting to be right. That that keeps me sane. And also the last thing I've lived my life, even as a young man, like. I've done most everything that anybody else that's 60. I, I mean, I've done, God knows I can go down the list. I've done what I've done. And I've, been <laughs> Man, very compromising, I've been in some very compromising situations where I could be in jail. I could be dead. I, I could have a whole bunch of other issues and problems with me that God has kept me from. On, and I have to play with the grace of God. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> so those those things in the back of my head, definitely keep me on the straight and the narrow and even in in those times where i'm like i don't want to do this no more like i just want to be young and live my life and do what i want to do those 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 things keep my mind um and keep my actions pure so i hope i was able to ask that question um, I digress. that was i kind of like that because i mean it, it i mean I, I think you're speaking more to like how to continue when when you face that fatigue because i know a lot of times people get to the point where they be like well it's my winning season i'm finna win this year i'm finna get to the bad whoop, whoop, whoop. but then when they face adversity when they face certain things it's like well you know what i'm finna give up but then truth is you can't because you already started the process you got people looking at you you gotta wait to carry you know what i'm saying but you do gotta have that level of balance to where you can be a healthy deposit to the people that's looking at you a healthy deposit to the people that you actually leading like those college students and stuff like that so yeah i definitely completely agree with that i definitely completely agree <laughs> definitely completely agree uh good morning essence how you doing this morning go ahead and check in and i'm gonna ask throw you that over that question but i'm gonna twist it up a little bit differently because you know what i'm saying we in winning season this one everybody talking about we winning so i'm gonna throw that same question to you but go ahead and check in first do 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 Essence, you there? If not, I'm going to go ahead and come back to you. Okay, I'm going to come back to you. PTR, y'all. If y'all having PTR, that's my future baby. I don't know if the AI is prophesying or if this is the multiverse or what. But I look good. I got muscles in the picture and I got a pretty little baby. Pastor Charles, listen. I think I think this this is this might be of God. I don't know about y'all, but I've been playing with my little AI, and I think I look good. I don't know about them trying to cut my hair on, on some of them other pictures though, because they tried to get me to cut my hair past straws, and I just I just can't do it. I just can't do it. But uh, yeah, I got. I'm like Carlos. <laughs> I think I look good. I did my sports fitness photo shoot and everything. I my mean, I, I always look good. AI didn't have to make me look good. You said what, Carlos? I I always look good. AI didn't have to help me. Oh, I'm 
off so weak. I don't think it had to help me either. I think it just enhanced my body features and my muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mama Lynn, I, I, look, you can't say nothing this time, Mama Lynn, because that's not my real chest. You know what I'm saying? That ain't my real body. But, you know what I'm saying? I, I would look good. Like, I'm trying to get into the gym. Give me some push Hold on for a second. Hold on. It enhanced your what? I said them ain't my real muscles, but... No, you said muscles. Them ain't my real muscles. Okay. They not. I mean, I want my chest to look like that, little arms to look like that with them little with them little shoulder neck muscles. You know how they got those little shoulder neck muscles. Shoulder little, neck yeah, muscles. The shoulder neck muscles. Okay. Right there. I want all of that. Trust me, I'm gonna look good. PTR one more time. PTR one more time. Cause that's that's the other picture that they got me with my baby. And I had my shirt on, they had my hair cut. Right, at first I wasn't digging it, but then I was like, you know what? That's a nice look on me. With my little dreads cut off, with my little sun right there. I look very, 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 very mature. Now granted, I look the same. I gotta learn how to use this app because I wanna see if my kids actually look like my kids. That's why I said I got I gotta do this on this app because I'm curious. I I, I wanna see what my AI kids look like. You will probably have to actually uh add you and your husband and it might come out it might come out looking like Ray or Roman. It might. It might. But mine's just was a picture of me. So like even in one of my other pictures that I refuse to show, like they got me standing by me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, why would they Yeah, anyway. I was like, okay, okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, Y'all was ghetto. Y'all was real, real ghetto. But yeah, you just go ahead and and Your baby ain't got no fingertips, so <laughs> Carlos, why would you say that? Some babies are born without fingertips. No, your, you know, no, no your, my baby. your baby got a blue jean fingertip up, up <laughs> on that picture you post. Right. No, no, no. He grabbing my shirt. That's all it is. You mm -hmm. just can't see it. He grabbing my shirt. Don't be talking about my baby. My baby is healthy. <laughs> Some babies is born with 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 uh, with not, with. He healthy. Leave my son alone. That's little Marius Fan Jr. In Jesus' name. Pastor Charles, pray for me. Cause it's coming and I'm a I'm a, I'm praying. I'm praying about three years. The prophet said three days, but I'm gonna speak about three years. See, look look <laughs> at your body, then look at my body that I posted. See? <laughs> Carlos, they make your real muscles. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all be calling people doctor that ain't real doctors, so we all living in make believe. So, so that's your thing. You excited to play make believe with this album? <laughs> we make believe in we make believe in the clubhouse. I'm gonna mute. I'm weak. I'm weak. I ain't gonna cap. I might have to go in this AI and see can I get me a graduation picture. And I'm gonna come out here and do just that, Carlos. <laughs> I'm gonna come out on here with my graduation pictures. I'm letting y'all know I'm a doctor. What you say, Trey? I said, wow. I don't see nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? My little graduation picture. They don't know it's AI, but that's the dangerous part, though, because I think a lot of people are gonna start doing this stuff. I've seen girls on that. Um, doing AI pictures in a wedding dress and everything. I said, do your big with sis. I know all y'all trying to get married. Go ahead. This AI gonna show you your future for real. 
I ain't know what it was showing me uh, another dimension or the future. I just was like, okay, I'm digging it. I'm digging it. And for everybody who want to know, it's the re-mini app, so y'all can go play with it. I'm dropping it in the chat, too, so y'all can go play with it today. Pastor Charles, you can go play with it. Get you some muscles. Pastor Charles, I'm telling you. It, it might give you some hair, give you some muscles. I'm trying to give you new goals for 2024. <laughs> <laughs> Pastor Charles, you don't trust AI? The way you better trail like because Pastor Charles is being very quiet and I feel like he's going to come in here and unload the clip on you in just a moment. <laughs> Pastor Charles, you not playing with the AI? <laughs> Listen, I think everybody needs some good Christian fun. Please, please don't talk to me about no AI right now. I'm, I'm just going to, that's all right. I'm going on me. Thank you. Thank you, Kayla. Appreciate you. You know what's going on. Listen, AI's in the wave. And granted, I don't, I'm not, I don't know if I trust these, like, the little photo apps. But at the same time, like I said yesterday, I think it's just fun and creative. No, I'm, I don't get on the wave. But I was like, hold on, let me go ahead and see what my little kid look like, too, Ebony. I ain't gonna care. I was just like, let me see what my little kid look like. And I had to download it, and I've just been playing with it in two days, in three days. I might generate me, me some new pictures today. Because truth is, some people are generating. Rashonda said she generated some whole new headshots from it. I said, not y'all generate headshots from this thing for real. Now, I say this. Now, the headshots, if you use a high-res picture yourself, um, the headshots are actually nice, and they do come back looking more like you. Um, but you got to make sure you use a high resolution um, photo. Right like they're really, really good. Uh, Ebony, I was gonna say um, the ones that I did that that made me a child actually look like my youngest son, like literally, like his baby pictures. So I, I think, but you know, they say they use your face and then morph it or whatever. Um, so. But yep. That's crazy. Anybody else play with the app other than me and Carlos? Or or we just the early big kids in the room? <laughs> like I'm like we just the early big kids in the room or nah? Nah? Okay. Cool, cool. I'm just a little nervous about like the app. You know, these apps and stuff, like even like the Facebook little quizzes and stuff. I just be nervous about like the level of, of access so that i guess i gotta read the time print on that because i you can't tell me some of that stuff ain't going to russia and then the government and whatever so I'm i do be wondering that too but i, I think them little, them little apps they've already proven a lot of them little apps take your information to the other side of the world so ebony i'm glad you said that because i wanted to bring this up and i was gonna talk to you about it when i um the other day I went to do some volunteer work and we had to, um, it was at the hospital and we had to like do like the whole like signing process, you know, for, um, you know, make sure we're not doing like HIPAA violations and all that stuff. And they asked us, they were like, oh, are you part of this network? And I was like, oh yeah, like this is the hospital. Like I even used to like, you know, my network, you know, my doctors and all this. And they're like, okay, well we can update your information while you're here. I was like, okay, cool. Right. And I don't know if they do this in DC, they have this thing. They were like, okay, put your hand on this little circular thing. And I was like, what's this for? And they were like, oh, it, it's getting your fingerprints and your palm print just in case you ever come into the hospital and you're in cap, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, and incapacitated. 
Incapacitated. Yeah, and you can't speak for yourself. We can just scan the palm of your hand mm-hmm. and know yeah. that it's you. I was like, hold on. I was like, wait, now this this is a bit much. And they were like, oh yeah, yeah everything's documented. Mm-hmm. They scanned my hand and Roman's hand. I mean, my hand and Ryan's hand when we had Roman. Um, so that was that was one, um, you know, method. And then of course, the security bands and all of that. Um, yeah, th- there's a lot that they have going on now uh, for security measures. I mean, the fingerprints and stuff. I didn't mind. I'm not a criminal. I'm good right. with it. Right. Um, but like the access on my phone and stuff, like cause they they offer like this program. When you come in and out of the NICU, instead of signing in, you can wave your phone on like the badge thing. And I was like, uh-uh, y'all not y'all. That's too much. You're not getting into my Apple wallet. No, I don't want to hear it five years from now. There was a data breach. I ain't trying to hear it. Um, so, yeah, I don't mind a fingerprint. But some of the y'all don't trust Apple wallet? No, I use Apple wallet. What I'm saying is that app, I would be using my phone. So, you know, like employees like swipe their badge. Right. Like the hospital where my son was, they can use their phone. And so NICU parents, you can come up there 24-7. So you almost have like employee privilege. But the door is unlocked through phone. the app. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, eh, I don't know about that. I'll, I'll go ahead and sign this paper and show my ID. I'm good. Y'all not, y'all not going to get that kind of access into my phone. That's no. Mm-mm. Yeah, I think that's kind of interesting. Because and that's why I said like I kind of trust it, but I kind of don't. With this one, I I'll have more leniency to it because most of the the pictures that I use are already on the internet, and I feel like if it's already on the internet, it kind of can't be up for grabs. However, when it comes to like sensitive stuff like data, like you know, uh, social security, um, addresses, and even for me, some of that stuff you could still find on the internet for me. But as what far as like. You said what? What kind of security? You said what type of security? Yeah. I don't know. You said so, so security? You said social. So, social. Yeah, so security. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. Y'all you know, know what? Country. You know uh, what I mean? Social security. No, nah, nah, you, nah, you, you just mean to mispronounce these words, and that's what you're trying to do. So I'm going to talk to the Lord about you. Anyway, so you you, you making me come out of my bag. Here it is. Here it is. <laughs> Anytime, anytime you can take a picture of yourself, of you even not smiling or whatever, and put it in this program and let it talk for you and cause your head movements and stuff like that, that is a little bit on the, uh, I ain't going to say scary, but it is something to be concerned with, especially if you're talking to somebody. And let's say they take enough of your voice to be able to um really sound like you in some kind of way and then somebody who really ain't really paying attention uh that ai talks for you and it's got your facial expressions and stuff like that and and tells somebody to do something stupid you know that is a little bit something to be concerned with um and i'm training our folks already because i actually did a class at our at our last convention uh, about it, and I talked about, and I did an example because I could do it with the program that I had, and I did something, and I had one, and I named her Becky, and I put her up there, and she was just talking away, because, and I had, and I put in the comments what I wanted her to say, and she said everything that I asked her to say. Then I did another one, without my voice, but with my face, 
but without my voice. And I talked about it. Hey, this is my face, but this is not my voice. And if you don't know who I am, seriously, you could get in a lot of trouble by thinking that it is me. Let's say a person does see my picture on on the um, on my website or something like that, and then they then they see me talking and saying, "Hey, you don't really. It's God is not. It, Jesus is not Lord. The devil is. You know, something like that, or something stupid." That's what I'm yeah. saying. Folks will do stuff like that. I didn't know they could steal your voice now, too, though, Pastor Charles. I mean, if they have enough oh, of your inflections. Lord. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, sir. There's a whole deep fried market for that. I ain't see there's that whole... out now. <laughs> no, I mean, that's that's like high security stuff. But there's there's a whole thing on, Um, I got to remember what the name of it is. It's on Netflix. It's like a compilation where this lady um got a call from her daughter saying that she had been kidnapped and they want an X amount of money. Oh, I think and she's I did. in the house yeah. screaming, freaking out, and then her daughter comes walking down the steps like, what's wrong? Yeah, I think she I told me like, that, actually. This yeah. is you. And she's like, no, Mom, I'm right here. What are you talking about? So they had gotten enough clips of her daughter's voice, and it was her daughter's inflections. It said it exactly the way that she would say it. Um, it was exact. And I, I, I do share some of uh, Pastor Charles' um, you know, hesitation and the fact that, you know, with with voices and image and all of that, it just makes me wonder how one can be set up uh, criminally to take the fall um, for things or how, you know, one can, one's voice and likeness can be used uh, to commit crimes. When wow. you've got our fingerprints, you've got our voice, um, you know, video, you, you know, you can make deep fake. They're already using deep fake. Uh, anybody who knows about that, uh, which is using the person's, you know, face and voice to make videos like it is them. And it's not them saying those things, which is how a lot of people got into these money schemes, like on Instagram. Have you seen the videos where they posted, hey, y'all, this is real. Da, 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 da. Those people really are not making those videos. That's deep fake that they're using overseas. So they have your likeness because you upload everything on social media. They have your face. They have your likeness. And they recreate the videos. It happened to my godmother's daughter. She befriended one of them Forex traders, whatever. They took over her page. And they took one of her old videos. And the mouth is moving to the words and the sound. But it's a video of her wishing her daughter happy birthday. They took that video and made it of her saying, yes, guys, this is my real page. It really works. Da, 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 da. Send your money to blah, 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 blah. And people fell for it because it looked just like her. And it's, I mean, it was her and it sounded just like her. So it's not far-fetched. It's, it's really already in the works. So that that's just been my my reservation um, with, with some of these apps. And of course, we the people, when there's something up, we just run right to it. They know we're going to do it. It started with the Facebook quizzes, and now it's this app. We've, we've been through all of these, you know, app phases. We run through it, and now our information is every freaking where. So, yeah. Congress is trying to vote right now, trying to come to get, they want to regulate it. They want to regulate uh, AI. They want to regulate everything because it is too much happening. And this app, you know, uh, the Chinese then got into Microsoft. So, you know, uh, now Microsoft scram scrambling 
because they got into government agencies and everything. We we gotta be. It looks fun and everything. Like I um like I tell my kids, even grown as they are, everything look good ain't good. Mm. So yeah, because they keep saying you you need to come up with time. No, I don't. You don't know what you're jumping into. Sharks, piranhas. You don't know what you you, you just want. Oh, it's new. It looks exciting. I went. Mm-mm. Y'all need, y'all gotta be careful. George Jetson is here. Y'all better be careful. Listen, and Mama Lynn, and uh, and also Ebony. I believe it was Ebony. Listen, if if the government got it. That means in trying to regulate it, that means it's already too late. Already, it's right. too late. It's already too late. It is um, too it, late. It's already out there. That's why they it's scrambling. They scrambling. It is too late. By the way, y'all scrambling. I'm changing and the subject bad. a little bit. I'm changing the subject a little bit. Dwayne, stay off my God's chicken. Stay off. <laughs> Make comments all on the in the in the chat. Come up there. Leave Chick Fil A alone. <laughs> he said you don't play with AI, but you'll eat that artificial chicken from Chick Fil A. <laughs> that's, that's, so just so you know what I said, what I'm saying, what I wrote in your name, Dwayne. <laughs> stay out my stuff. Stay out my stuff. But yeah, yeah. If the government's trying to regulate it, like they trying to do, like they're trying to regulate a little bit of of Cash App and stuff like that, it's already too late. It is already too late. They've all people have already gravitated towards it. Have already, or someone has already done something, and it's already in motion somewhere. It's so, I'm gonna be honest yeah. with you, Pastor Charles. I I think it's all smoke and mirrors with the government. I think they already are. I think that they're just doing this. Oh, we need to take over. We need to to fool us. I think they're already at the helm of it. I think they already are. I think they already have all the information. Um, you know, they just, they, they put these things in motion. Like they don't, they don't know what's happening. Like they lied to us about the stupid submarine had us sending, uh, 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 condolences and prayers and crap. And they knew that thing blew up as soon as it went down and had us sitting there for five days looking stupid. The government hides what they want to hide. And so I think they already had access. I think they already do. I don't think anything happens in this country they don't know about. Like the whole Chinese blimp thing. I'm not buying that y'all, no. Y'all, that, that little private plane, they dispatched from right here in Maryland, from Andrews Air Force Base, 10 minutes from my house, dispatched them fighter jet planes at sonic boom speed to shoot that plane down if necessary. You mean to tell me a whole Chinese blimp came across airspace and y'all didn't know it? Come on. Come on. Who are y'all think y'all fooling? That is not no Chinese. If it is a Chinese blimp, y'all ain't for who. But I think it was something bigger than that. I think it was something greater than that. The government knows how to hide what they need to hide. Um, y'all can think it's all TV if you want, but scandal revealed a lot. Facts. Scandal revealed a lot. And it was likened after a real person who did said thing. So, yeah, I just, I don't buy a lot. Um, that they say the government is already in. They already know what's up. They already got their hands on it. How y'all think a lot of these criminals and stuff are being found? You're using your phone. You're giving access. They're finding you and nobody nobody knows where you are. Criminals are being found in the middle of nowhere. They've talked to no one. They're tracking your phone. They're tracking all kinds of movements that we don't even have a, a clue. So, yeah. 
I'm not buying it. They're they're not involved in AI. I'm not buying it. Thank you for that, because that I mean, I, that is something to be uh, like. Leah, we've been waiting all day long, all week long, trying to figure out about that that submarine. That was I never thought about it that way. <laughs> they knew it. They knew it when it when it crushed, when it imploded. They knew it because they've been watching it. Wow, because those were it. Um, millionaires. They were millionaires. Remember, Doctor? Yeah, they, uh, uh, they heard it, and then they was like, they didn't wasn't sure what that was. They knew what it was. <laughs> and another thing, yeah. I guess they gonna get my uh, my hand whole handprint at the hospital because my prints already out there. I work for the government; they track me down anywhere I go. Anyway, all right. That's crazy. Not y'all easy. Yeah, that was just dumb. You gonna tell us the, the Navy don't know where a submarine is? Come on, come on, y'all. The Navy, the Navy don't know. Yeah, that was that was. That was I mean, but they said. Why didn't even buy? But they said that was the only sub that can go that deep, and they they ain't have no ability to detect them. To detect them. The government. No, that's the problem. It that couldn't go that deep. deep. It wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Cause that's the one that went the deepest. So I mean, but the but the other thing too, remind yourself of this: why? How can they get cameras down there and they don't crush? And you can't design some kind of a a machine or something to put people in if you decided to do that. And it won't crush by using the right materials. And the other thing is, you got to remember those were millionaires going down there, so they had to watch it. Okay, I'm going to meet them. And they had life insurance. <laughs> but, and we have to remember that people with that amount of money always doing stuff to the extreme. These are the same people that go to Antarctica, same people that go to the North Pole. Play, play. <laughs> like for what? Like why? <laughs> why? Because they, they, they go to the North Pole. <laughs> they got nothing better than I'm gonna climb Mount Everest, even though I know that the, at that altitude you literally cannot breathe. But I'm gonna do it anyway. Because rich people need to find expensive ways to die. That's why they need to find expensive ways to die, expensive ways to have fun, equal ways to die. They 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 spent all their money and did all the things, so they just gotta they gotta find find expensive ways to, to walk on the wild side. Which is how you know money ain't everything. It does not buy happiness. It does not buy love, and it sure as heck don't buy common sense. Not common sense. <laughs> hey, Bob, I mean, let's go on this safari. Let's go hunt lions and elephants and wildebeest. We know that we know that they're gonna trample us if we come close to them, but we gotta get close enough to get a picture, Bob. All right, great. <laughs> How much is it? Oh, two million dollars a piece. We're gonna go over to Africa, and guess what? Can't use guns over there. If we kill them, we got to kill them with a knife if they attack us. Oh, that sounds great, Bob. Let's do it. <laughs> and how the black person would have responded if Pookie was there, what he would have said. Because <laughs> we ain't doing it. <laughs> I ain't gotta you know, go to Africa. I ain't gotta go to Africa. I can do that right here. You know, think about this: how many people backed out of going out, down in that submarine? It was already a father and son that backed out. Several people backed out. One man even told 
the material you got is not going to hold that submarine together. So, you know, hey, but as a black person who do not like to be, I am claustrophobic, I ain't going in that water. I ain't going in no cave. Facts, me neither. Me too. <laughs> I'm done. I don't want to even take an MRI. So, and it's open on both ends. So, men can't do it. I'm the same way, Mama Lynn. I'm somewhat claustrophobic. I can't do dark spaces too long. Like, I can listen, shut, shut me in the closet for a little bit. It's cool. If I get uh, locked in the elevator for an hour or two, I might be okay with it. But if I ever get to a point where I'm under the ground, under a house, underwater, sucking a... Oh, uh-uh, God. Uh-uh. God, uh-uh. I can't, uh-uh. I'm a, oh, I'm a speak in tongues until my tongue no. fall out. <laughs> but y'all I'm know a, that submarine went down before. Y'all know that's not the first time. So it's, it's not about the material of the thing. That that thing has taken multiple, multiple trips down before. Yeah, because so somebody like, that, that, that is true, that is true but you know. the man still told him the, it's not going home. It's still it unsafe. Keep going down. It couldn't keep going down there with the material that it was made out of because it wasn't going home. But it didn't make it all the way down there to the ship like they was trying to do this time. They got lost, too. That's the other thing I thought was interesting. They said that they dropped them off 500 feet from where the remains were, and they got lost for three hours before they even saw it. Not this trip, but the trip before. One of the people who was on the trip said they got lost for three hours um, just trying to navigate to the to the actual um wreckage i don't know what they get out of looking at a broke up ship i just i don't see how that come on ebony um i i I just don't get it it's art Um, though it's all the riches it's like going to a museum (laughs) no if the if if the government wanted that thing to be art they would have pulled it up from the depths of the sea (laughs) they wanted you to see it they would have pulled it up from the depths of the sea why are you going to the depths of the sea to look at some some broke up boat parts? Now all of the riches are already taken off the boat, so it's not like you're going down there like like you can survive down there. They've already they've already gotten all that years ago. I forgot I forgot what that operation was, but all of them riches and gold and crap that was left on there was gone years ago. So you're literally just going down there to look at a shipwreck. There's plenty of shipwrecks closer to home if you just need to look at something. But I I just I do not understand. Um, I I just I don't I don't get it. I don't get what the point was, um, which leads me to believe there was something a little a little deeper probably happening on that submarine um, that had nothing to do with the Titanic. That's just, just my thoughts. They they was probably trying to kill. I tell you another movie to think about profiting y'all. Enemy of the state. Will Smith when they can track him anywhere. And listen, at the end of the day, the realness of it is the Titanic is still killing folk. How about that? It's still killing folk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not the Titanic still killing folks. No stupidity is killing folks. That that's what's happening. Facts. That's what it is, Pastor Charles. It's stupidity. Cause uh the Titanic would have killed wouldn't have killed me. 
I think it was Monty who brought it up last week, who was talking about how Rose could have scooted over and let Jack sat on that board, or they could have been at least teeter-tottering on, on one side and the other. I ain't going to cap. If I was Jack, I wouldn't have died. I wouldn't have died. Me and Rose would have been fighting. Huh, Rose right off that piece of <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it happened like they said. I think she fought for her life and got selfish and pushed them off and just told everybody, oh, he did it for me. <laughs> nah, she was selfish and she pushed yeah, them every, off. Every man for himself. <laughs> that it was a whole love story. Yeah, it was every man for himself. That wasn't no love story. I ain't buying that crap. <laughs> now she was trying to fight for her life and then push the man off. <laughs> Facts, because I mean, hey, she could have saved him, in my opinion. She definitely could have saved him, to be honest. Man, y'all are hilarious. Let's see her pushing, pushing that thing. It ain't enough room for us. Get off of my board. I can see her pushing and even fell in the water and then drowned. Oh, speaking of which, let me ask her about this. Did y'all see? I don't know if it's fake or not about some kid that uh, ran up a whole lot of money, uh, I guess, in the gaming, in a gaming place. Oh, he spent $46,000. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I would beat him, too. How does he even have access? That was something I had wrote down to ask y'all, because what you mean you would have beat him, too? That's not good parenting, Pastor Charles. Well, first of um, all, I wouldn't have given you don't got that yeah, access, but I'm going to beat you. Dead. You was going to beat him in public like that? He would be dead. He'd be dead. He'd be dead. $46,000 of my money. Even if it was your money that I gave you, you could spend that on a game. Well, first of all, you only have yourself to blame because the teenager should not have access to that amount of money. You you, you really only really do have yourself to blame for that. Um, but to do it in public, that's you don't care if you get charges or whatever. I would nicely escort him out. I'd have got him in that car and I would have wore him out. When you one of the people who came over here and said, we can't whoop our kids out of anger? <laughs> out of anger? Absolutely. When it's time to discipline, you absolutely can. I'm not whooping you out of anger. I'm whooping you out of sheer <laughs> frustration. <laughs> and everything that I have put in you, you, you you've learned nothing. <laughs> and that, that kid was 16 so you beyond the point of beating we fighting at this point this ain't even discipline we fighting we are fighting <laughs> and guess what that, you gotta pay that money back out your pocket it ain't coming out of mine Mm-mm. I can't help you that sounds nice mama Lynn, but you're you're liable as the parents you are liable so I know I'm liable. The I know I'm liable. I know I'm liable. I know I'm liable. I'm just, but I'm making sure you pay that back because I ain't paying it back. If you got I'm just so disappointed. I don't care. Listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I turned out all right. I took. I can't believe it. Like, we should be gentle parents. You should, you should talk to that young man about the error of his ways 
and give him alternate yeah, options to have to <laughs> Okay, Carlos, you do that. <laughs> Mama Lynn, what you say? Okay, you do that. And see where his butt go end up. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I'm not saying I have, but y'all know how parents should say this hurts you worse than it hurts. This hurts me more than it hurts you. Has anybody ever looked at the child and then really did cry a little bit on the inside? So yeah, I don't think it would have been no alternative of disciplining this kid if you found out them forty five thousand was gone. Like y'all wanna just like what is another y'all y'all wanna did something else like sent him to live with his grandma or or sent him uh, to boot camp. But this was the thing. How did they find out? Uh, remember the kids that ordered the stuff off of Amazon? You know, they, look. That, that's different. 
Cause them little people, then you know, you know, parents probably could block it up or whatever. But you a sixteen year old kid and you in the gaming world and you know you ain't got that kind of money. Where you think that money coming from? This wasn't no dumb kid. This was a smart kid. Smart kid. Come on. Yeah, he had to be smart if you got got away with it that long, especially if there's a that amount of money, that much money. Oh yeah, you had to be a smart one. And then it's the parents too. Where was they at? Why wouldn't they you know, hey, I checked on my son twenty four seven. He knew I was the police, the warden and all. So hey, come on. We we, we say give our kids freedom, but we got to be careful with giving our kids freedom. We, the world is crazy, and it is suck them up in a vacuum before you know it. So I, I have to get on the parents. Ooh, what's on the phone? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? Let's turn off cause we got to mute you for a second. So I don't know. I don't know the details of how that happened. I mean, by the way, I don't know what the actual money is because some one thing I saw four four thousand, and then even that's it's a lot. Forty five thousand. But somebody said forty five. Yeah, I saw forty five thousand. And like I said, I don't know how in the world he he did that. You know, you could be suckered in some some games or whatever. And there are games out there like that that you're playing for the next amount or whatever. And they're out there. Many gambling. They're pulling you in on gambling. Now, the problem is, is that those, those kind of places are really popular over there in, I guess, in the uh, Asian countries, my understanding, is that those gamers, they're probably here too. I just, we just don't know where they are, but they're very popular over there. Um, and who knows what happened, whether or not he had, had an account set up or whatever and he lost it all at one time or if someone actually suckered him out of it who knows you know but one article one article said he had a video game addiction child what is a video game addiction listen these kids nowadays (laughs) listen i mean it's out there it is actually a true thing so i i like to you know there's a lot of detail but all we saw was somebody in in the room uh, showing the video of that boy getting beat, and, and <laughs> you don't know. But no that's details. the thing, though, Pastor. I don't see. Do anybody see anything wrong with it? Like besides the people who, like, who sees something wrong with it? If your kid stole forty five thousand dollars from you, what else are you going to do? That's definitely an initial reaction, though. But I would have drug him out by whatever hair. <laughs> if he was bald headed, I would drag him out with tweezers. <laughs> Out of the place. Drug you out by your scalp. But grab them out. Grab them out of that place. That's the first thing. Then from there, I don't know what. But I just I'm glad that that's not my plight. I'm glad because that I could I could I mean it ain't even my child. But when they put up there, that's what the amount was and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh Lord, what would I? Ooh, Jesus. And you know anybody that has. Anybody that's up here probably has the same kind of thought process. Like, oh, my Lord, what in the world? Woo! If that was my child, what would I? Mm-mm. No. The answer is no. 
and I don't want to have nothing to do with that. And I'm believing God that I'll never have to even worry about that kind of thing ever in Jesus' name. But some of us have grown kids and they do stupid stuff. But anyway, I'm going on mute. I mean, I ain't going to cap, Pastor Charles. I did that one time with my mom. Um, yeah, I know I was kind of a, a, a radical kid. Um, I've definitely went through a bunch of experiences. And that was the time where I stole from my mom. Like, literally, I went in her purse, got her credit card, and I swiped that card. And I think it was, that's, of course, I was, like, online buying something. I think that's when we was doing the online games and you had to buy coins and stuff like that, stuff like that too. I think I had swiped her car for, like, $100, $125. When I tell you, she beat the brakes off me. And then she almost called the police on me. Like, she tried to call her. She said, I need to call the police to put you in jail. See, you look tired of juvenile. I said, please don't send me to juvenile. Please, but I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> I did not want to go to jail. She scared the life out of me. But, but imagine that on that scale. Imagine that on that high amount scale. Anybody got no money just to be wasting on that stuff? Oh, no. Facts, because that calls. Going to court calls, calling the police calls, all that calls. You right. I feel bad for the young man. I feel bad for But him. I want to know what K-Nick I mean, would really time. say. I want to know what K-Nick would really have done in that situation. He would have beat him too. <laughs> I can't believe you all would just come and would just, oh, would just, just spank a child or, or uh, do this to them. <laughs> he would have beat him too. I don't know. Oh, no person here that wouldn't have put their hands on that child. Like, come on now. That's $45,000 of your money. Like, come on now. I don't know nobody in here that wouldn't put their hands on that child. Let's be honest. That's a car. That's a down payment on a house. That's, oh my gosh, all those kinds of things. What are all the things we could do with 45000 You know, that is some uh, somebody's retirement. That's somebody's that yearly salary. It is. Money. It is. Now that you say it like that, Ebony, you're right. That is somebody's salary. Yeah, somebody works the for a whole year. Fun. Yeah, that's that's somebody works for a whole year to make what he probably blew in what an hour or two. That's crazy. That is. What were you finna? I think Mama Lynn was trying to say something. That's part of the college crew. You said that's part of the college what? Fun. Think about it. That's that's somebody. Oh yeah, part of his college fund. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right about that. And low key, it probably was. I think it was, they said like his life saving, they college for all of that. I feel bad though, because truth be told, now you gonna have to work. <laughs> you gonna have to work for your parents for the rest of your life. To be honest. <laughs> Like you indebted to your parents for the rest of your life already, but this oh you just made it worse, dog. <laughs> you just made it worse for yourself. Anybody else wanted to chime in? That was it. That was it. Okay, okay. Well, I think that was about it for us today, then. Because truth be told, I'm over here trying to do this fly. I told you I kind of got accredited by the Better Business Bureau, so I'm picking up some actual bigger clients. I actually have a Smoothie King client, an independent-owned 
um, Smoothie King. She just opened um, a franchise here with Smoothie King, and I'm doing all, all the ladies' marketing. She's actually a lawyer that just opened the Smoothie King, and I'm doing all her marketing. So I'm over here creating a flyer for her, and I got some more flyers to create for some of my church clients. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to get to work over here multitasking. I'm sure y'all hear me clickety-clacking on these keys. So yeah, but I think this is a positive conversation. I really want to ask um, one last question, to be honest, and y'all can answer this and y'all final remarks and like question of the day um, type of you know style if y'all want to. But if you have a strategy for somebody to, you know, progress towards success like what is one of your key strategies in this moment what are you one of your key strategies today um i tell y'all that every thursday i do the trailblazer meetings um within my ministry and of course i've created a curriculum based off of you know some of the trailblazers in the bible and one thing that we're talking about is how it's our winning season but we have to progress through you know trial and error we have to progress through being the first we have to progress through being the pioneer of our family and people questioning us and oftentimes that comes with you know having to have a lot of strategy having to have a lot of strength and prayer and as well as discipline so one of the things that we'll be working on this week is just overcoming that um but i want to ask you guys in the room before you know we leave and before we get into that on tomorrow is what are some strategies that you use in your own personal life to elevate your level of success most people are always trying to scale up or come up with some new team to get some of the money so what for you would be a strategy that you would use or even you know encourage people to use for leveling up or scaling up for success um do me a favor pull to refresh see where you guys are on the stage and we're going to go in that order and since pastor child look like he's on the phone i'm gonna start with mama lynn mama lynn it's on you uh i hope y'all can hear me uh, yes ma'am my thing is my i have a great fear of uh i talk great on this app but if i was to see y'all in public i wouldn't be able to talk <laughs> so what i've been learning to do is talk to people in small groups stand up in front of them and talk to get myself out of that uh fear um, um so that's what i've been doing uh and another thing, I have made a list of things, because I want to start my own business. So I've been, I done made a list of everything that I need. Now I'm trying to work on getting it so I can start putting it together and testing it. But that's about it, trying to figure out all the other little steps to keep my business together. So that's what I've been doing. So just taking it one step at a time, because you know, in order to be an entrepreneur, you got to be able to talk in front of people. Yeah. That's what I'm known first. Understandable. That's what's up, Mama Lynn. That is what's up. And I'm proud of you for that. I actually am. I'm proud of you for that. I'm encouraging everybody to become an entrepreneur and get your own business. And if you ever need help, never hesitate to reach out to me because that's literally what my company does. We help you guys launch your business, start your business, scale your business. So, yeah, I'm excited about that for you. Um, Ebony, I'm throwing it over to you. Do -do -do -do. Uh, great conversation today. Definitely enjoyed this. Um, 
succeed uh, whether it is business uh, policy home church wherever is to replicate <clears throat> what works um, Steve Harvey although I'm not a huge fan of his he said something from years ago that stuck with me he talked about how you know the path to become a millionaire so you do something you make a thousand dollars replicate that one yeah, time, you're two thousand. If you can replicate that that one thing, you know, uh, another ten times, you've added ten more thousand to the two thousand you've already made. And so, learning how to replicate with success, mm -hmm. uh, figuring out what works well for you and what That's doesn't, it. that trial and error, um, for me, has birthed success. Um, now there are times you're gonna want to venture out and try something different. Um, a more practical example, um, here in my home, I used to like plan out what I was going to cook for the week before I went shopping. Right. And so, you know, it kept me organized. Okay. So I know on Monday, I got to throw this out for Tuesday. Well, I'll make enough on Tuesday to Thursday. Since I've had Roman, we just been winging it. If I feel like cooking, I'll pull something out. If I don't, oh well. If I pull it out and say I don't feel like cooking, we just can buy something to eat. But I realized we're eating out more, we're spending more money. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just, we could be doing better with that. So I'm going to go back to that meal planning, that writing out so that I can replicate the success that I once had. And so that's really it. Finding out what works for you, replicating that, um, that, that same success over and over finding, you know, if you're going to deviate, find ways that are effective. Uh, to do that so you can continue to replicate the success. So that's that's what's happening. That's good, Ebony. That is a good strategy. And I think, you know, being able to teach that is so imperative. That's I, that, I might have to include that into my teaching because in order to help people get, <coughs> oh, excuse me, in order to be the trailblazer and help people get to the next level, you have to be able to replicate that success because it has to be made easier for the people coming behind you. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're trying to pioneer something for other people. And so you don't have as much pressure and stress. I think that's why a lot of business owners start getting into like the automations and stuff when they come to their SEOs with their website because they were able to recreate the process and make it easier for them to, you know, make that $10, make that, you know, $20 or whatever the case may be. So that's smart. I like that. I like that. Okay, okay. Well, listen, I see Pastor Jacob then came in, um, and I'm going to give him, uh, you know, room to express. Um, and then I'm going to throw it over to Pastor Charles because I'm going to let Pastor Charles close out. But Pastor Jacob, good morning. Thank you for coming in if you want to. You know what I'm saying? You can just check in, and then you can just answer my little question of the day if you want to. Because all day today we were talking about, you know, burning out, how preachers can burn out, um, especially during this time, how you bounce back from fatigue and stuff like that. But one of the questions that I'm asking to close as we close the room or as we end the room is what is one of the strategies that you use as a minister, as a business owner, as a leader to uh, not only overcome your burnout moments or your burnout seasons, but to scale up in business, to bounce back in business and ministry? What are some of the strategies that you use to help you, you know, develop that level of success? Well, good morning to all of you. Um, that was a lot. I don't know what to speak to. 
<laughs> that was a whole lot. Um, um, I implement a lot of AI in regards I'm to weak. right now. <laughs> we were just talking about AI. I'm weak. <laughs> I am utilizing a lot of AI too. As a matter of fact, I'm sitting on uh, my computer right now doing an AI generation of uh, a video for uh, the news store uh, and uh, uh, working on that right now. And so I, I'm using that as a uh, platform so that I don't have to go out there and take a whole bunch of videos. I can take one video and uh, kind of overdub my entire body with AI. So um, working on that right now. Um, to the burnout, uh, there are a lot of pastors, preachers experiencing burnout because there's a lot that goes in. I'm, I don't understand, Pastor Charles, and maybe you can help me with this, why anybody wants wants to be a preacher, wants to be a pastor. That, that still blows my mind every single time uh, somebody comes to me and says, the Lord, uh, they want to do this and that they've been wanting to do this all their life. And that it's, that still kind of blows me, uh, cause I still don't understand why anybody would want this, uh, this level of responsibility, this level of, of, uh, uh, use. Um, uh, it's just, yes, yeah, it still blows my mind to this day. But anyway, um, I, I, I'm having a good morning. Uh, uh, I am uh, making some moves, uh, finishing a book as well, all at the same time. Got three or four different things going on. Uh, using an AI generator for the book cover. Uh, so excited about that. Um, uh, Pastor Charles, the, the book is called A Fish, a Jesus Fishing Trip. Uh, it is a post-pandemic. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pastor Jacob. Y'all yes. use AI for everything. Did you just say you use the AI to make the book cover too? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my God. Y'all just try to take all the jobs from people. <laughs> well, I mean, I can use the AI that I get for free or pay somebody to do what I can get for free. You think about that. Take a moment. All right. Say la. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, I'm doing that right now. So the book cover is in in generation right now. And uh, what thought, what what AI are you using to make a book cover? Man, man please, sir, don't be all up in my business. Okay? <laughs> I'm just trying not, to get the software. Let me not, see. Put me on, big homie. <laughs> this is not up for you. You're not available to this. <laughs> I will talk to you behind the scenes. No, I do mid journey. Uh, Mid Journey is an AI software that uh, is uh, on a Discord, um, and uh, it allows you to do that. Um, right now, I'm using uh, uh, Wonder Dynamics for my overdub in the video. Um, and so, yeah, I've just got a few things popping off right now, and hopefully, if the Lord says the same, all of them will be done uh, by the end of the day. Uh, and so, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. I ain't gonna cap. I, I'm I'm trying to get into using some of the AI and stuff software for some of the content that I generate and create 
But, you know, I don't, I'm also building my team, too. So I'll be leaving it up to Sean. I'll be leaving it up to Sean to sometimes do all of that stuff and work the softwares and the apps. But sometimes, you know, I be want to know just to stay in the know and just to, you know, be aware. Because as a CEO, I be want to know all the tools and stuff that I be paying for as well. Because these apps is really stepping up. Like, what the AI app that make the book cover? I'm going to have to actually look at this. Now, I know the AI app that make me have a baby. I know the AI app that make me get muscles. I know the AI app that make me look like I even graduated and I got a degree. But not the AI app that make you actually generate a book cover. And, okay, amen, amen, amen. Uh, Pastor Charles, I'm throwing it over to you, sir. do 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 Yeah, that's how I move because of the do 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 Okay. <laughs> so you want, you want me to pray us out so well, let's do that so, you didn't even answer the question the of the day and close that oh what's the question of the day i'm sorry <laughs> i didn't hear that what's the question of the day lord Jesus. final remarks and oh. question of the day is as we were talking about winning and burning out and all the other stuff what are some of some of the strategies that you use to maintain or to grow your level of success like, what are some tools or some strategies that you use in your area of when it, whether whether it may whether it may be business or ministry to not only maintain the success that you already have, but to actually grow that, to scale that, to you know reproduce it, whatever. Okay, uh, yeah, that's like uh, it was just said. That's a lot, <clears throat> so I'll just scale it quickly. Um, it was a great room. Enjoyed the time that I was in. Uh, uh, in terms of uh, burnout and that kind of thing, yeah, try to stay away from that. Um, one of the things that I do not to be burned out and not to be overly worried is to not be sensitive and take myself so very, very seriously. Um, some things can wait for a day or two or eight. It depends on what it is. But I've learned not to beat myself up over uh, over stuff that I'm not even able to control. I'd rather give a good product that is, that is What happened to him? Did the phone go out? Pastor Charles, you there? Okay, okay. I'm assuming he got a call or something. Because his phone just went blank. See that? See that? Business. See that? Just business. Business starting to happen. People just calling you and changing schedules and stuff. I'm going to meet somebody for breakfast. And now the life going to be lunch. See that? Just breakfast. Anyway, I'll see I'm fussing. There I go. See, well, how do I keep from being frustrated, though, uh, by not taking myself too seriously? <clears throat> the time that I have in my life is good time, so we keep it moving. All right. So uh, right now, I'm not going to be frustrated that I've got to now go and do something else. <laughs> That's a perfect example. Mm, Jesus, what do I do? But keep it moving. Keep it moving. And again, don't take yourself so, so and too, too seriously. Let, let life just happen and move on with yourself so you can uh, be able to just move with God and and not beat yourself up over things that have nothing to do with you for real. Uh, but anyway, that was it. Um, what was the other, what was the last part of the question? 
and I know I interrupted something. Like scaling up, like what was the level, I mean, what was the strategy that you used to like, how do you, like even when it comes to like your ministry or your business, what are some levels that you use to like, you know, to scale up or to build? Um, levels. I mean, I'm always looking at new technology. So sometimes all junk mail is not always junk mail. Sometimes something will come in that is really interesting that you need to uh, check out and see what's going on with it. So. Um, look through your stuff, you know, look through everything. I know junk mail is still be in the junk mail area. And it's like, oh, I ain't trying to go through all that. But sometimes just take a look at some stuff. You never know. It may be money in that junk mail. And so, you know, so sometimes you just got to glance some stuff and, and, and let's do what we know to do. We can't, we can't always catch everything the way we need to catch it. So we, we really need to rely on Holy Spirit to bring it to us. Holy Spirit may say, Go check your junk mail today. And also you check your junk mail and right in there is a hundred thousand dollars. And all you gotta do is fill out that application and get it. So be careful. Let the Lord have his way. Amen. Appreciate you, Pastor Charles. Appreciate you. Um I see Keith came in, but um I don't know if he's able to unmute himself. Keith, you available? I know you weren't here too long, but I definitely wanna hit you hear your voice, give you a chance to speak. If not, Pastor Charles, go ahead and pray us on that. All right, sir. Well, Lord, we thank you for this day. Well, first of all, before I start praying, sorry. Uh, is that AI Keith or is that real Keith? That's what I want to know. That's the AI Keith. See, that's the thing. Everybody getting cloned. Is, it a, is that AI Keith or is that real, the real thing? That's all I want to know. <laughs> hey, Marty B. I think that's the AI Keith. Hey, Pastor Charles. What's up, everybody? I ain't never seen keep a real, real person, but I don't right. think. Can y'all hear me okay? I like think my radio just blasted on. Yeah, you good, Pastor Charles. Can you hear you? Okay, I can hear you. Was that, did, 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 he, did he say anything? No, I think Keith might Keith. be on the call. See, that's AI Keith. See, I don't trust that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be trusting that. Is that is that my is that the real Monty B or is that AI Monty B? No, nah, that's the real Monty B. Monty, that's you. The real deal over here. <laughs> Respect the shooting. Say what? Say what? I said respect the shooter. That's what my crew neck says. <laughs> Is this the real Pastor Charles? It's the <laughs> 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 no, it's it's the it's the it, don't mess don't mess with me. Don't make you turn on the uh, the uh, the other one. The Android one. <laughs> on the Android. You know, don't make me do it. Wait, you know how I know this is the real Pastor Charles because ain't nothing wrong with your fingers in this picture. <laughs> uh, them AI's been tearing them fingers and toes up. I said, what is going on? What is what about the fingers? It looks distorted. <laughs> like in every oh, picture I've seen that anyone has posted with their hands and toes, it just don't look how it's supposed to look. Wow. And that's crazy that you had to look at the hands and feet in order to be able to know whether something's real or not. Yeah, that's it. Wow, Jesus. Wow. Right. Wow, Jesus. All right. Well, let me move on. Let me get off of that and let me pray and get us out of here. 
All right. Mm. We all in this room together, wasting time. Let me stop messing. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that you're God beside you. There is no other. Thank you that you've given us, Lord, this opportunity to bless you and to honor you. Thank you, God. You allowed me to put my seatbelt on and stop it from ringing. We bless you. <laughs> we honor you, Lord, as our king. There's no one like you, and we thank you. I pray, Lord, that, Lord, this uh, as we are having these discussions, that they are, are productive and affecting great good for your kingdom. We just thank you that it does that. And uh, Lord, thank you that you're taking us out of the Lord, the clouds and bringing clarity to life and to what is really happening in the earth. Touch us, help us, bless us, open our eyes, Lord, that we can see the greatness and the newness of who you are as our God and as our King. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Charles. Y'all see, I'm, I'm kind of actually over here working, trying to get this flyer done for my smoothie clean client. And then I got stuff to do for other churches and ministries as well. So, yeah, thank you guys so much just for being in here. I really do appreciate you guys. Thank you guys so much for supporting. You guys know how you guys to how you guys can connect with us. You can always click the link above. If there is no link above right now, you can always go to iCloud. Not iCloud. You can go to Apple Music, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, all them other stuff to subscribe and to show support and to show love. Um, other than that, I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And I will see you guys again tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. for Waking Up with the Prophet. This room is ending in three, two, one. Bye. Bye.